What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Uh, look out. It's only me. Stand by. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My nipples are hard as a rock. What the hell's going on here? This is new. I have no idea. What, what? We don't know what this is? Oh, my God. We've been invaded. Oh, we've been hacked? No idea. We've been hacked. I have no idea what that is. Oh, my God. All right, call the FCI. Call the FBI. Call the freaking FBI. This is an interstate. This is like a crime of uh, passion. It's a passionate crime against us because I'm really passionate right now. What the hell was that? Can we go one day without talking about our nipples? <laughs> Just one. I thought Flounder was doing a little trick about trying. So we don't know where that came leap from. Day. Huh? No idea. It's leap day. Is that someone's? Uh, I got. I bet that's. I bet that's Mike. But here I'll we go. Huh? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Look out! It's it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Man, we got a it's freaking leap day, all right. <laughs> wow! Look out, 304 with Pete Davis. And a mechanical mangler, flounder, and somebody else. Apparently, we don't even know he came from a holiday. Someone, me- someone messed with it because it was updated today, so someone screwed oh, with it. Oh, no kidding. But I wonder what that was. It was a combination of weird sounds and screaming. And What, what the hell would that be anyway? I mean, why would anybody want that? Can you get it again, or is it gone forever? I am. have to give me a minute. Okay. I, if we can get it again, I'm wondering what the hell that was. Because that didn't sound like, that sounded like a made-up, somebody put a bunch of sounds together. So it had to be deliberate. Oh, my God. Anyway, Kimmer and Pete and Flounder, how's it going Thursday? Uh, I, love the, I love Thursdays because it means tomorrow's Friday, and then I can uh, neglect what I was supposed to be doing every weekend for the last uh, 12 years. Well, uh, anyway, uh, 305, uh, 404-741-1230, 741-1230. We have lots of stuff, including the podium. Princess has done it again. Uh, you're going to see how much the White House cares about you, which is squat. Uh, sorry. And um, a, billion, a billion things. I'll update you here. we got a quiz and stuff and Neil Bortz and Shannon Burke later after we get off and a whole bunch of things. Oh, oh, and I get to read some uh, love lines from a lovelorn man seeking his woman who unfortunately is tied to another. Yes. Oh, here comes Ryan. All right. Now, what was that? Ask what the hell was that? Did he hear that? I have no idea. It must have been Rhino or somebody. Uh, I have any idea? 
Uh, our, engi- our, 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 our crack engineer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Our head engineer. He's not a crack. We don't know what happened. If we can find it again. Someone, I mean, someone did a prank, so I don't know if it was uh, the morning obviously. show or somebody. Yeah, obviously. Oh, oh, I bet it was the Oh, my God. You know what? I even, I even called in this morning to join them as they were ripping me, <clears throat> which is fine. We know we're all, you know. Uh, and so, uh, oh, I wonder if they did. I wonder if Joe the Board Morning Joe did that. Because I don't think the rhino and uh, and uh, Tug and the smart one would even, you know, want to uh, go, go walking in there at all, would they? Anyway, we'll find out. All right, 306. All right, sorry. But that's, what a weird start. Well, sleep here. Sleep day. Uh, and uh, that's what you get. By the way, I have a rather lengthy historical note concerning something very unusual that happened on Leap Day. Oh, in- oh good. Lengthy. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. We want more historical lengthy stories from well, the camera. It's an interesting story, and you know all about it. And I'm not even going to get a hint what it is because you probably already guessed. But it's a long-ago historical note, and it's extremely interesting, and it's based on science and incredible knowledge back when no one would have thought they would have had that kind of knowledge <clears throat> what do you say to hitchhikers on leap day take a hike i don't know what do you say hi checkers hop in hop, hop in. i don't get it oh leap, just another hop. day uh, oh leap oh, hop Jesus, in. God, hit leap hop oh my god <laughs> it's bad when i have to explain it to you well no i thought it was gonna be one of those non-jokes <laughs> you know what, what I mean, the best part of a non-joke is uh what do you say uh, when you pull over for hitchhiker what do you say when you pull over for hitchhiker you say, get in, stupid. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, of course you Yeah, say. that's much better than what I had. You're right. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> that's uh, much better. Oh, how about this, Mr. Smarty Pants? What do you, what do you, uh, what would you call the, uh, the, uh, uh, what would you call the Jetsons? Say it! What would you call the Jetsons if they were black? The Jetsons, you racist bastard. Racist? <laughs> <laughs> What would you call the first black astronaut? An astronaut. I mean, you know, see, you know, it's a non-joke. Anyway, 308. God, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm definitely losing it. Um, okay, Billy, oh, we'll, we'll do a, uh, we have to, we'll, we'll do a quiz to give away the Jordan Peterson tickets. Right, here we go. We have two tickets to go see Jordan B. Peterson in his holy crap, uh, not wrestling with you, pally boy uh, tour. I, I may have gotten the name wrong. On uh, State Farm Arena. March 15th, that's a Friday, March 15th, State Farm Arena, Jordan B. Peterson, psychiatrist, professor, author. And we'll, let's do it in the 4 o'clock hour. I think we did this yesterday at 3, didn't we? I think. Let's do it in the 4 o'clock hour. Oh, no, wait, that's Neil Bort's hour. What that's do you, yeah. you, you want to do it? I don't care. What do you want to do it? Whatever do you it want. now. All right, well, you have a quiz? <clears throat> yeah, I got a question. All right, here's the deal. For these two tickets, here's our numbers. Uh, 404-741-1230. 741-1230. And, uh, Pete Dan, these are the two, ticket, two tickets, Friday, March 15th, State Farm Arena. So if you can't go, don't call in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How many times? Right. Honestly, I, I can't tell you the number of times when somebody's going <laughs> to call Well, you know, I can't really, I'm going to be out of town. But, I, well, then why would you, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, why don't I say the question yeah. and the people can start get thinking they know the answer and can start calling? There me. you go. Okay, doke. All right. Here's Pete Davis, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> okay. Where do most people eat on leap day? Oh, is this like a joke thing? Oh, my God. Well, you Maybe. can't. That's not fair. Anybody could have a joke answer, and it could be any one of a million things. It's got to be a factual thing or something. That's not fair. It is a factual thing. 
No, it's not. You and your stupid. Yeah, they eat at the, they eat the under over jumping diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not the question. We can't do a joke question. question. Well, anybody could have an answer that they would think would be funny, and you'd have to say, yeah, if it's funny, it doesn't matter what you were thinking was funny. No, 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 no. There's one answer. There's one answer. Uh, what's the question again? <laughs> Where do most people eat on Leap Day? Where the food is. I mean, see, again, this is ridiculous. There are 50 oh trillion God. answers. You're not supposed to play. Well, you, all right. Well, I don't like this at all. I, all right. Well, yeah, sorry, you guys work it. I'm not, I don't want any part of this. You you figure it out. You Because they, in fact, this is, by the way, this is pretty freaking deliberate. When Peter's up in the mountains of Macon, he and Flounder have a little two-way thing going here. Okay. They, they got their own what? little communication thing. I'm not on it. Okay. Okay. Understand that. I'm not part of it. Okay. It's the only, the two of them. I, I I got news for well, you, you buddy. Work it out. You that work. two the, the that two way conversation is going on every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh God. all right. Well, you come up with it and tell me later. Okay. Um, also, I want to talk about Shogun. God, I, I watched the first episode. What the hell is it with these people in the fifteen or seventeen or fit sixteen hundreds or whatever the hell it was killing babies all over the place? My God. <laughs> one baby got killed. Well, no, there was one. Another, there was another, wasn't there another one? They took another one away. No, no oh, it was the same God. baby. Oh, jeez. It was the same baby. Well, how many times do we have to? Oh, God. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Uh, farmer needs a farmer wants a wife is on tonight. I'll be watching that. Uh, oh, oh. Also, I want to ask. I want to mention something. We're going to do a couple of woke stories, and, and a love story with Layla. And I'm also going to re, uh, uh, reflect on a movie that's on tonight on the Turner Classic Movie Channel. I believe The Quiet Man, with uh, uh, John Wayne and Marino Sullivan, or it was Marino here. Yeah. Marino Sullivan, I think. I can't remember. Oh, Sullivan. Oh, Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, no. And, uh, it might have been a Marine O'Hara. Oh, who is a redhead? It's it's Marine O'Hara. Marine O'Hara. Um, yeah, I. I no, I'm, I got to look it up because I could be wrong. Anyway, there's a scene in there that is one of the most spectacular, old-fashioned scenes that probably would never be shot today, and it's a classic. And I'll never forget it, and I I've, and I've have great feelings about it. Oh, that's coming. Plus, uh, President Dog Turd Brain is down in uh, Texas, and well, oh my, coming up, right after the little Calabanga here shortly, we're going to play for you some comments of the person representing the United States of America reacting to our Georgia co-ed nursing student, Lake and Riley, and by the way, I heard uh, some uh, inside information on this being a much worse case than we've been told. It'll come out sometime, but uh, what I've been told is that this is even worse than you think. Uh, and, uh, and, and how they reacted to that, freaking disgraceful. Absolutely freaking disgraceful. Coming up in a couple of minutes. Also, Donald Trump's down there as well. More court cases against him. He's appealing things. Supreme Court's going to... Yeah, I, my friends, in, in the next few weeks, there are now three very important cases before the United States Supreme Court, which will determine the future of American politics, and it's all centered on Donald Trump. This one man is going to have more influence on American politics and, 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 the, and, and I, I, political law than anyone in the history of the country when all is said and done. They're going to determine mm -hmm. who, I mean, these major, major issues. 
Maureen O'Hara was in The Quiet Man. Maureen O'Sullivan was Tarzan's wife. Right, the old right, Johnny right. That's what it was. And, her, and who's her daughter? Who's uh, Maureen O'Sullivan's daughter? Oh, I used to know this, and I can't remember. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. Cool. All right. I got to write that down. It's Maureen O'Hara, right? Maureen O'Hara. Yeah, not yeah. O'Sullivan. Okay. I got uh, it's, uh, three fourteens. I, uh, I'll, I'll do better. I'm floundering like crazy. A lot of great stuff coming up, including the Border Patrol that says, hey, President Dipstick, how about shove it and leave us alone? Dirty, stinking, ready. I'd run you in right now. Oh, I could have misquoted him. It's coming up. 314, to Flounder. <laughs> Stars playing singers. <laughs> Excuse me. The young generation, all right. Wow, back in the 60s. Uh, 2012 on this day, Davy Jones, the Manchester born lead singer of the Monkees from the 60s, died at age 66 uh, in his sleep in Florida, suffered a massive heart attack. Davy Jones also appeared as a teenager in soap opera Coronation Street playing Ina Sharple's grandson, also a former apprentice jockey in London or in England. Uh, Joan, Davy Jones remained a keen horseman all his life, winning his first race in England as a jockey in 1996. Good grade, like 30 years after he was singing on TV every uh, weekend. Wow. Uh, birthday. Very few. It's leap day. Leap year. 29. Uh, February. February uh, 29th. And there's uh, there are very few birthdays aboard on this day. One of them is Tony Robbins. Well, I'm just not very, very few birthdays of note that are on our history and birthday list. I should point, point that. And of course, a lot of people. Uh, Tony Robbins, 64. Motivational goon. Oh, my goodness. Here's what uh, Flounders guy says. Motivational goon who hypnotized Jack Black in Shallow Hal. Well, I never saw any of that, so I have no idea. Take your word for it. And on this day in history, 1940, Gone with the Wind won eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture of 1939 and Hattie McDaniels, the first black actor, male or female, to win an Academy Award, an Oscar in 1940 on this day. It's uh, 3.20, by the way, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? Our 3 o'clock hour brought to you by our good friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need financing to grow your business, Visit FirstLibertyGA.com. You'll be glad you did. 404-741-1230. 404-741-1230. Oh, unbeknownst to me, we had our contest. I, uh... <laughs> Thank you. Well, that settles everything. We don't have to have any more arguments about it. Uh... <laughs> now, see, that's probably the easiest thing. You don't just get in there. You guys, you guys get together and tell me what the hell you got going. All right? Just give me the answer and everybody will be happy. You're, I don't have to worry so, about it. <laughs> you're so pretty. Yeah, I'm so pretty. Yeah, keep talking. You're so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you with your shirt off. Anyway, our, our uh, winner of our tickets to go see Jordan B. Jordan B. Peterson is tra uh, Tracy of uh, the Roswell Tracys. Uh, Tracy oh. from Roswell. The Roswell Tracys uh, made that. What thing. was the answer? I don't know what the question was. How am I supposed to know the answer? <laughs> Flounder says, here's your winner. I said, wait a minute, what? We did the contest? <laughs> Where do most people eat on Leap Day? All right, well, what would you say is the answer? I have no idea. I hop. I hop. I hop for leaping hot. See what see what I mean? 
Uh, why not the Leaning Tower of Pizza? You know, it could have been a boom, bomb. It could be leaning and pizza, a food and a lean. What, what does leaning got to do with leap day? Leaping and leaning. You're leaning. You're off bat. You're changing no, but... direction of your body. See, it could be that's a million we, things. That's why we don't put you in charge of the contest. Well, it's right probably there. better for everybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Asshole>. all. <laughs> 322. What? What? Well, what was that? We can what use half syllables. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we got news. We got news. We got actual news. You're going to hear from the podium princess here in a second. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, uh, thanks a lot. for. I, I, I thought we could arrive uh, that uh, v- visual of me yesterday uh, taking off my shirt in the studio. <laughs> um, I thought that was good. I thought that would be good. You know, was out there and then it was was gone. I uh, <laughs> that's fairly. And so, well, I, you know, it's it's really not. I'm, I'm almost freaking eighty. So you know, and, and so I'm getting you know getting videos of these girls calling in, uh, videos of them throwing up. Now that's really you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I had one woman who texted me and said, "Thank God she saw that because she's going to stop cheating on her husband." And the reason is that if he ever caught her and threw her out, she'd have to end up dating guys like me. If she had nobody left, you know. I mean, geez, hey, come on. Oh, hey, look out. Need a break. 323. My God. Uh, by the way, we'll have uh, 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 Neil Bort's on with us at 4 o'clock. Uh, 4 o'clock, right? Flounder, that's still good, right? Okay, at 4 o'clock. And I think he's traveling. I think he's actually on the road, so Lord knows where he's pulled over. He may tell us this time. Instead of being a little snotty little. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? I'm giving you trouble today because I'm angry with you. Well, what did I do? I didn't do any. Oh, it's your birthday? I know your birthday. No, I always miss your birthday, birthday, and you're not going to have a good birthday again from us because I, Flounder and I aren't doing squat. How about that? You've got me eating something that you talked about, and now I'm hooked on it. The damn, the damn popcorn chicken. I tell you what, and man. Mashed potatoes, oh, gravy, and mother, corn. Bowl. Mother, mother, mother. And you can even get the the gravy in those in those Heinz bottles. That brown gravy yeah. in the Heinz bottles is delicious, and it's easy. And I used to make my own for you, and I've got like ten packs, and I make them. But what? And I realized, oh my God, this is pretty damn good. I put it in a little bowl, you know, about a third of the a little those little jars. Put it in a little a bowl and heat it up for nineteen seconds and it's hot gravy over ooh ooh and the popcorn chicken is free. and by the way you ought to try the uh um uh, try it with um what do you call the little tiny potato dots uh potato what do you call them uh what the the dot potato little round tater dot. tots tater tots uh O'Reilly makes a good a really good bag of, of tater tots they have spicy or plain or whatever and, you, and they all go into my in the uh, in the what do you call it? the uh, the, fl- the flash fryer what do you call it the uh, heat oven the air fryer air fryer air, eight minutes 400 degrees bing bang pow you put gravy over all of it oh my lordy oh, lordy so lordy good. <laughs> <laughs> i can't stop it every night i can't stop i, just, I, mean, I, I you know on the way home i start getting excited think i'm really going to enjoy this <laughs> you know when it's the little things. When I walk in the door in the dark and say, honey, I'm home. I'm talking to my dinner. <laughs> Eight minutes away. <laughs> oh, so what a sad. pathetic piece of crap. Oh, God. So I'm sad. not a man. Oh, God, I'm not a man. <laughs> Can you imagine... Can you imagine your 17-year-old self seeing you? <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> oh, pathetic. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I guess we have to talk some newsy stuff or something.
Ah, lordy. Oh, this is hysterical. Uh, President Cowpie is in Texas at the border, but he's not really at the border that's going to show anything. Uh, He's at Camp Monument. Used to be a bustling center for Customs and Border Patrol. People processing the illegal sneak-ins entering the country in Brownsville. There's nothing going on there now. They've cleaned it all out. There's nobody around. they got some wire fence panels and some, you know, concertina wire laying around and stuff like that, but there's basically nobody there because there was a fence uh, that went up a three-foot looping layer of concertina wire to prevent sneakers from getting in. Uh, Mexico is visible across the Rio Grande, but there are no signs of anyone trying to make the short crossing there because of the fence and stuff, which means fences work. So I hope to God some reporter saying, Mr. President, you can see that there's nobody trying to get in here. I guess fences really work, huh? How come you try to stop it? You know, kind of stuff like that. But of course, they're not going to do that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Border crossings at Brownsville have dropped dramatically after uh, Greg Abbott had miles of wire fencing installed. Uh, so we know why the White House picked Brownsville. He's going to show up. He showed up today and it's going to be no problem. This is the reward where we need to interest you freaking idiot. He's going to brag about what a great job he did. <laughs> he's going to blame Donald Trump. It's going to be an eagle pass where they're really having a problem. And that's, that's where the video is going to be of what's going on where he is. This is incredible. And of course, President Cowpie is going to call all of us rednecks, going to make political hay out of the basic routine of, uh, you know, uh, he said, oh, oh, oh uh, in fact, let's talk about the crime of the illegal immigrant lately that we're talking about, and that's Lake and Riley. This is unbelievable. This, I'm going to, hold on, i got to get the full post uh, here on my phone with the thing here. Uh, oops, that's not it. Here we go. Oh, that, that's not it either. Oh, damn it. I <laughs> know. I think Flounder sent it to me. Um, yeah. White House Press Secretary Javine Fafine Trotin. She's black. She's gay. She's a girl. She's got three check marks. Oh, my God. Yes, Shirley Temple was being interviewed in a, a guest appearance on CNN. And here's what she said about the horrible tragedy they're so upset about uh, when she was asked about Lake and Riley. A horrific, horrific loss for any family, and obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing. We have done the work uh, uh, to work? make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. Who's? The Republicans have gotten in the way. They have Rep- gotten in the way. And that's what we continue to see over and I, over I, I, and I, I over can't, I can't take again. this. I can't. You, you, you dirty, rotten liar. My God. She says, well, whoever might be responsible. Holy crap. If that guy had been wearing a MAGA hat and a, a Trump Forever T-shirt or something, you guarantee she would have identified exactly. Exactly who he was, and instead, whoever was responsible. And then she says, "But uh, you know that Donald Trump and the Republicans have been blocking us." Though, are you serious? I mean, this is again, it's the big lie they just keep repeating. And all those empty-headed liberals are going to say, "Yeah, boy, you're right. Those damn Republicans are responsible for all of this." Holy crap! If you're not offended by that comment and what she and the and the entire attitude of this administration. This is how they think of us. This is how they think, okay, I'm not a Trump nut. I don't I don't like Trump. He's not my kind of guy. He wouldn't be my good friend. I wouldn't want to play golf with him more than once just to do it, but he's not my kind of guy. But he's one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. He has such a great ego. All he wants to do is be the best president ever. He cares about helping the country. I, my God. And, and they just, everything is exactly reversed. 
Uh, God, this makes me mad. Oh, by the way, the Border Patrol says uh, Border Patrol Union today, as uh, President Cowface was coming down there, they said, keep our name out of your mouth. And these are the guys who work down there under the scumbag. What a country. President White Trash and his crew. And where's our border czar? <laughs> Some czar. <laughs> oh, she made a mistake and went to Guatemala for a, a festival. Uh, 3.30, cover Pete and Flounder. Good Lord. Honestly. I remember this song. It's a Kimmerera rock and roll, baby. Well, the Beatles started it. Dave Clark Five. Uh, my uh, bits and pieces. Glad all over is a huge number one single. Dave Clark Five. And on 2008, on this day, Mike Smith, the lead singer, died from pneumonia in Buckinghamshire, Binghamshire, Mitchamunchkinshire, England, at the age of uh, 64. The Dave Clark Five had 19 British top 40 hits, bits and pieces, and glad all over. The band broke up in the 70s and more than 100 million records and recorded 23 albums. And uh, people thought they were the Beatles. I mean, they, this was a Beatles look, uh, sound alike. No, no, band. no, they did. Well, no, I, I'm telling you. Uh, okay, I lived through it. Now you were like nine, so you don't know squat. I I'm, wasn't nine. You were I was four. No, yeah, four. But even worse, you didn't hear anything about the Dave Clark Five. I'm telling you that when you went to a record hop, a sock hop. Do you even know? You've ever heard the phrase sock hop flounder? You have any, yes, I have. You have, oh my God! Like a man. dance, right? It's a dance. That's right. Sock hop, rock, rock and what? Wait, wait, hell, I forgot what I said. <laughs> anyway, very, and they started playing. And this was, you know, was the Beatles and the Dave Clark Five, uh, and uh, the Animals. I mean, these were all kind of the same kind of group. Anyway, all right, that was uh, that was our little thing on oh, the, the Dave Clark. I don't know. I know. Group. All right, uh, House <laughs> of the Rising Sun. I, I just slipped in there. Came out for by by on its own. I didn't even plan it. <laughs> No, they're really going to make fun of me in the morning. My God, man. Well, it gives them something to talk about. <laughs> That's the way they don't have to actually plan anything or do any, you know, show prep. <laughs> we got video. They come in like eight minutes before six. It's unbelievable. Anyway, 3.50. And that's good, though. I, I'm really, honest to God, I wish I could do it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in no voice. You're going to really get me tomorrow. <laughs> oh, those beautiful morning bastards. Uh, 3.36. Our, uh, we, again, like I got three birthdays out here. It's incredible because it's the 29th of February. Leap day. Jarul. Do we know who that is? Jarul is 48. Uh, is, is that a, a, a rap guy? I don't know. Flounder, who's Jarul? Is she, is, is I that, think it's pronounced, I think they pronounce it Jarul. Ja Rule. He's, he's a, I think he's a rapper. It's a guy? Okay. All right. I thought it might have been a hot babe. Uh, and on this day in history, in 1692, local police in Salem, Massachusetts, arrested with warrants Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tatuba, a female slave from South America. 
Salem, Massachusetts, this day, 1692, the start of the Salem Witch Trials. If she drowns, she's not a witch. Yay, she's, oh, God, oh, oh. Gee, maybe we should have done it the other way. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think they used to do that. Well, throw her in the water. If she drowns, she's innocent. <laughs> it was supposed to, something like if you're a duck, yeah. if, you float, like, if you float, then you're a duck. You're a duck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot her. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, what? I mean, my God, man. <laughs> 337. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, Flounder's Funny's coming up. We got Pete's Tweets. We got Holy Crap at Sports. We got uh, Neil Borch at 4 o'clock. We'll go goof from him for a while because that's kind of fun. He's on the road somewhere. Uh, a couple quick things. I uh, did a little bit of the board thing. Just, uh, oh, this was amazing. And they're actually, you know, you, you can actually hear people saying things like this. The uh, President uh, Dog Turds campaign, the campaign actually issued a statement, an, an official statement from a guy, a Democrat in California. And they talk uh, concerning the murder of our 22-year-old nursing student, uh, Layden Riley. And the Biden campaign issued a release on uh, Lake and Riley saying, uh, organized by his uh, reelection campaign, it's not true. Uh, Donald Trump is out here saying that we are poisoning the blood of this country and the facts actually don't bear that out. Limit immigrants, they say, by and large, are committing less crime. And they're now complaining that it is racist to suggest that migrant migrant illegal sneak in racist crime is arising after the murder of the nursing student Lake and Riley and they blasted Donald Trump for quote poisoning the blood of the country with his rhetoric are you serious it's racist to complain about illegal sneak ins who are not white murdering american citizens that's racist you dirty bastard representative robert garcia california go to hell what a disgrace. Trump is out there saying we're poisoning the blood of the date there. Well, you are poisoning the blood of the date there. My God. I mean, this is just absolutely freaking outrageous. Uh, their new platform yeah. by the new slogan for the Trump uh, for the uh, uh, Joe uh, Calpie campaign, uh, Immigrant Lives Matter. Yes, uh, Immigrant Lives Matter. It's old Let's get all the companies to support that one for him, too, okay, shall we? Uh, 339. Oh, uh, just another quick update on this whole uh, topic. There's now, I think we kind of mentioned this earlier, uh, just as a, a quick repeat, the Athens-Clark County Sheriff, who used to be sheriff campaigning back in the day, I think we actually played some audio from this from the mayor, well, we have some from the sheriff, too. A resurfaced, uh, a resurfaced video, 2020, shows candidate John Williams, now the Athens Sheriff, the county sheriff, saying he would not cooperate with ICE, the Border Patrol people. Quote, it is not my intention to cooperate with detainers. I see it as the sheriff's responsibility to protect the community. We can't help with a culture of fear in our community and expect our community to respond and help us in situations. Uh, building relationships is key. And if we're antagonizing people because they are undocumented, then they build that fear in them and they're not likely to come to us. Not only when we need their help, but when they need our help. So that's not something that we'd be doing. We won't be doing any types of roundups. We won't be contributing to that culture of fear. We want people to respect the police, but we also want them to trust us. Yeah. So he says, no, we're, we're not going to cooperate with ICE. We're not going to hold these people. That would be wrong. Yeah. 
Uh, that's your sheriff, Athens. Congratulations. Clark County. There you go. That's your that's John Williams, baby. And then that idiot freaking uh, mayor yesterday, good God, yeah, you heard him getting yelled at. He's like, liar, you know, resign. Because you know, he, he, he admittedly has said, we need to welcome everybody into Athens. But the mayor, he didn't say it yesterday. He said it a long time ago. He says, oh, no, we need, we, don't, we need everybody coming in here. We want everybody, no matter whether they're documented or not. So there you go. The sheriff and the freaking mayor are on the record. With, and so is the prosecutor, by the way. In fact, the veteran uh, DA, Athens Clark DA, Deborah Gonzalez, took her off the case of prosecuting the scumbag who murdered our innocent little girl uh, because he, she's such a liberal. Uh, she's uh, uh, decisions to not prosecute low-level drug offenses, mass departure of staff attorneys. They don't want to work with something like 40% of her staff keeps quitting uh, because they hate her and she's a freaking woke liberal. Uh, and so they got this new hotshot prosecutor, uh, Sheila Ross, to do the job, which is a good sign. Uh, and, and by the way, have you heard uh, uh, President Cowturd uh, uh, say anything mentioning the name of Lake and Riley? Or what happened down here? Have you heard anything from our two United States senators of Georgia, thanks to Republicans not voting uh, for the conservatives in our state, giving us two liberal senators? Uh, Senator Raphael Weifnocker was too busy sneaking out the back door to avoid process servers uh, as a deadbeat dad, just practicing in case they show up again. Uh, so, you know, uh, he, he claims she was probably the victim of a white supremacist anyway, so there's nothing really to see here. And uh, Senator John Ossol uh, agreed that anything to her Trump is constitutional, and he promises to come out with another of his amateur documentaries, which, remember, was uh, what got him elected to the Senate in the first place as a uh, as a documentary filmmaker with lots of Hollywood uh, money tie strings. So that was what, uh, again, that was his uh, that was his background. John Oshall was a, a documentary maker. Cody Alcorn is a reporter for 11 Alive, and a couple days ago he went over there to the apartment complex where this guy supposedly was living. Uh-huh. And says a neighbor of Lake and Riley's accused killer says she was often seen going through the complex on her way to the trails. So he could have seen her walking yeah. through there several times and got fixated on her. Plus, he said that a lot of people there that lived in those apartments were packing up to move quickly. I don't blame them. Both those two brothers yeah. have been arrested. I mean, they they, they, were, they both got arrested for, for stealing, and, and they let him go. They keep letting him out, and now there's a murderer, uh, apparently, allegedly. Uh, he did it. He did it. So, so sue me. Allegedly. Allegedly sue me. Uh, and you know they're losing the argument, the Democrats, when they start throwing the word racist around. Yeah. Well, oh, that's what they bring names. Up. Yeah, that's yeah, what they, they When they've lost. <laughs> that's the last resort, and they never fail to use it. Think of anything you bring up. Oh, it's racism. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and by the way, uh, 344 already. Holy cow. The Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court, is going to decide whether Donald Trump can be prosecuted for the whole nonsense of interfering with the election. Uh, and by the way, this is another course. Uh, Illinois now. And by the way, this was amazing. This black girl, Illinois County Circuit Court judge, Tracy Porter, who hates white people, hates Donald Trump, has now decided that she's decided that Donald Trump committed an insurrection. So she has barred Illinois from putting Donald Trump on the ballot, even though another court disqualified anybody from doing that. She's now has taken a step further and she has now barred Donald Trump from being on the Illinois ballot one month after the anti-Trump challenge was dismissed by the Illinois Board of Elections. So they said, no, you can't keep him off the ballot. And she said, well, yes, I can. Well, Donald Trump's going to have to appeal that, too. They said, we'll quickly appeal it. Um, I mean, it's just, again, they'll do anything they can. They're just, yeah, she's, uh, she said, well, he was engaged in insurrection. 
He's never been charged with insurrection, let alone convicted. And the last thing he said to the people was, make sure you, you know, go to the peaceful pro, show them in a peaceful protest uh, we, about how you feel. He used the word peaceful. God, but they're mad because he didn't try to stop it. Oh, right. He's going to say, uh, you want to cool it down now? You know, the 18,000 of you just, you know, I mean, but they all have transistor radios so they could hear me shouting from the balcony somewhere. So, I mean, my God. So, there, I mean, it's freaking typical. Uh, 345. Oh, and by the way, this is hysterical, too. One quick thing before we go. Uh, in Delaware, a Superior Court judge has said, no, 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 you don't. Uh, President Stupidface uh, tried to pass a law. Uh, his buddies passed a state law allowing 10 days of early voting and permanent absentee voting in Delaware. Permanent absentee voting in Delaware. Once you sign up, you can do it forever. Well, the state constitution says, no, actually, no. Uh, again, these are the people. This is President Stupidface who launched rhetorical barbs at Georgia and other states being Jim Crow 2 or Jim Eagle, uh, requiring voter IDs for mail-in voting. Georgia allows three weeks of early voting. But in Delaware, the judge said this is against the constitution. It says general elections shall be held biennially on the Tuesday next after the first Monday. So you can't be doing anything you want with permanent absentee balloting. God, those do anything to sneak in election victories. Holy crap. Well, even a Delaware judge says, oh, no, you don't. My God. 346, Kimber Pete and Flounder. Funny's coming up. Pete's tweets. And Neil Bortz at 4 o'clock, too. Look out. Sir Elton in the news here with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder on your Thursday afternoon. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like when a fuse is just like ice. I did not remember this story. On this day in the year 2000, Sir Elton John stormed out of the opening of his new Broadway musical show, Aida, or Ada, I guess, A-I-D-A, Ada. He stormed out of Aida. the opening. I, well, I, I, that's what I thought, but it, but this he did Aida. Elton John did a version of the famous Aida. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, he, it was a Broadway musical show that he put on, and after 15 minutes, he complained his songs have been ruined. <laughs> so, my God, well, wait, wouldn't he have known that in rehearsals? He never, I mean, I guess he never went to, I don't know, I don't believe any of this. It's silly. Anyway, Elton John ticked off 24 years ago on this very day. Uh, let's see. Birthdays list. Uh, I'm getting real low down here all of a sudden. I don't know why. I feel like smoking a pipe. I miss smoking a pipe. I have a picture of me somewhere in my phone of me as a young man working in radio, smoking a pipe with my mustache, no beard, and glasses. <laughs> Anyway, were you in a porno? <laughs> it looked like a porno. Like, no, it looks it looks like you know, like Wally Cox or Mr. Peepers or I mean, I'm just a geeky, nerdy, stupid. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that's the look you were going for, <laughs> Wally Cox. <laughs> <laughs> that's not too gay. I can't. Believe <laughs> I'm not a fairy. Well, I guess you can't say anything though. <laughs> Although I have looked like one many times in my life. Anyway, uh, 352. 
I'm, lo- I'm losing it. Antonio Sabato. There are very few birthdays of note on Leap Day. I mean, they're just not. I looked in eight places. Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr., 52. He was the Calvin Klein underwear model and Melrose Place guy. Antonio Sabato, 52. All right. Well, I didn't really know anything about him. And uh, let's see. On this day in history, 1960, the first Playboy Club with waitresses in bunny outfits opened in Chicago. Hugh Hefner closed the corporate-owned clubs in 1986, calling them passe. Funny that now even nudity is passe for Playboy. Uh, and, and every once in a while, on the, it's either AMC or A&E or something, they have the, uh, uh, the Playboy uh, 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 investigations of the Playboy mysteries and being a Playboy bunny and stuff like that. It's pretty weird. They, they get, they get, actually, it's pretty interesting because they get the, the girls who were the bunnies, and they show them back when, in 1963, 4, 5, whatever, and they show them today when they're 84 years old, and whew, wow. Uh, and the poor things, you know, they did things to themselves that aren't going away even though you're old. And I've been, I've, I was at the Chicago Playboy Club doing an interview with Christy Hefner, his daughter, and I remember, I remember saying this a couple of years ago that she was she was a handsome woman, very uh, attractive, uh, a brunette, tall brunette woman, great figure, very professional, very standoffish, no sex appeal whatsoever, but a good-looking woman, uh, real businesslike. And she was talking about the future of the Playboy Club. This is like in the '80s, uh, and I was impressed with her as a business type woman. But man, she didn't have any, didn't had no appeal for me as a man. I can tell you that. Not that I should be the Debbie. <laughs> I don't know. 354 here. Uh, call, oh, by the way, uh, guess what? Hunter Biden, you freaking coward thing. He, he, did his, uh, he did his testimony yesterday behind closed doors in Congress. And remember, he bitched and moaned when he, when he first showed up and he got subpoenaed. He refused to honor the congressional subpoena, and they let him get away with it. He was never charged. He said, screw you. I, I want to do it all in public. I demand to do it in public. Remember that? All he wanted was do it in public so the public can see me. Well, he had his uh, hearing yesterday, and some of the questions apparently got to him because he said, we're going to ask even more when you go public. And now he says, uh, his lawyer says, well, you know, uh, you guys, uh, uh, you, you know, you've, uh, the transcripts have been called to date, including Hunter's. It's obvious there's nothing left to ask. It, you know, just uh, nothing to do here. The, the illegitimate inquiry here should have been ended long ago before their star witness was indicted. Uh, but, you know, now that Hunter's put his partisan conspiracy to the line, it's on record under oath. Uh, this charade should finally come to an end. So they say, no, there's no, nothing to see here. We don't, we don't want Hunter to go public after all. Well, I'll be damned. I thought that's all they wanted. And the only possible reason that he does not want to go public is because you'd see it. <laughs> We'd all see it. We'd all see him sitting there sweating when he said, gee, how do you explain the $6 million he got from that Chinaman? I mean, come on. <laughs> Good God. Anyway, so that's a story on Hunter's not going to be going to uh, uh, before. Oh, God, sorry. Oh, okay, Flounder, what do you got in there, man? <laughs> so a car changing lanes, driving like a maniac, cutting people off. But he got on my bumper, and he was irritated. He's flipping me off. I noticed he has a wedding ring on, and his wife's in the front seat. And at that moment, no, I got real confident. <laughs> I'm flipping him off. I'm brake checking. I'm holding the windshield wiper fluid on. Like, <laughs> is that your move? Yeah, a very passive-aggressive. We're going about 10 miles an hour on the freeway at this point, and he won't pass me. Out of fluid, my exit's coming up, so I get off the freeway, and then he follows me right off the freeway. Oh, sh- 
you were supposed to keep driving. What do you do? Well, I know this exit. There's a very large black homeless guy at the bottom with a sign that just said food. I aggressively drove toward him with this guy right on my bumper, slammed on my brakes to a dead stop so he's pinned behind me, can't get around. I roll my window down. I give the guy $20. I say, you need to go crazy on the car behind me. I swear, he doesn't even hesitate. Both hands on the hood, cocks his head, starts screaming. The guy. So I take off, and the driver shoots me one last look, and I you one. Remember that next time you lose your cool behind the wheel. Calm down. Find a homeless person. Pay them to do it for you. And the only part of that story I embellished even the slightest bit was the amount of money that I gave him. Because if you think I'm giving out 20s, you're crazier than he was. Do you, I'll bet Pete remembers this. Remember, there was a very famous white-haired woman uh, who was so sweet-looking. She was America's grandma. She was just pretty and sweet and beautiful white hair. And she would have a sign um, uh, trying to get home to visit my sick granddaughter or something like that. I just got out of the hospital trying to get home to something. And she'd be standing at the uh, off the I-75 off-ramps all up and down from Northside Drive and all in from, from uh, you know, just over the perimeter into the into Buckhead and so forth. And she was, we'd see her all the time. And finally, uh, I forgot whether she got caught for something or other, and maybe maybe just interfering with traffic or whatever. And they found that she, you know, apparently she had a car and then she'd park it in a nearby parking lot. And so she was doing this for a living. And she had, she always had like seven or eight hundred bucks in her pocket. I mean, it was a total freaking scam. And it was, and it worked every time. It was, and it went on. And finally, we started out of here. We started, we, we go and went in the radio and finally the story broke. And uh, and that was the end of that. She took off. I think she was free. She was from Nashville and she would just visit here for a couple of months, make some money, and then go back home or something. Just unbelievable. Well, people are trying to be nice, and that's what you get. 358. Oh, by the way, check this out. The outgoing House Speaker, Kevin, uh, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, has now revealed about working with President Stupid Face. He uses note cards for everything, including private meetings with small groups. He has a teleprompter when you meet behind closed doors, says McCarthy. Uh, the teleprompter has cards. I found him when I met him. It would just be a couple of cards. Now he's all just reads everything from cards. It's difficult to deviate. Uh, he sticks to the cards. If you go and deviate from the cards, he can't continue. Yeah, it's, he's just not of the age to be able to handle serving the presidency. He's not the same guy he was before. He uses all his note cards, pre-selected donors who have questions at closed-door events, even meeting in public with his people coming in to talk with him. His reliance on note cards helps explain his own policy positions on questions he even knows are coming. He still needs the note cards to refer to them about e even people he knows in private meetings. <clears throat> This is our president. Good Lord. I mean, come on. Oh, oh and Carmella got caught. The, the shiftless and lazy side piece of a vice president got caught with her so-called nonpartisan poll workers. My butt. But next, it's Neil Bortz with a Kirapete flounder. Stand by. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. 
The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. <laughs> Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. With Pete and Philander. And this is either you two or Robert Plant or you two. Uh, you two, here we go. Uh, <laughs> 1992. <laughs> you two kicked off their North American leg of the Zoo TV tour at Lakeland Civil, uh, Civic Center Arena in Florida. Uh, acts have been uh, there a lot of them. Elvis Presley was there, Rolling Stones, Rush, Bob Dylan. It's where Kiss guitarist Ace Freely was nearly electrocuted during a concert in 1976. Anyway, this was U2 in 92, kicking off their tour leg in Florida. And uh, let's see, I, I, I told you there's very few birthdays of note on February 29th. They do include this guy Mark Foster from Foster the People. He's 40. Isn't Foster the People like, uh, didn't he have like one hit song or something? Or is that, what am I yes, thinking? it was called Pumped Up Kids. Was that, is, is, I'm right. That one thing I, I barely remember this group for some or this guy for some. Anyway, he's in case it's hard to find birthday. And a quick uh, historical thing. Uh, let's do a musical thing. On this day, 1968, Fifth Dimension, the big winner at the Grammys, won Song of the Year and Record of the Year for uh, "Puppin' Away." I, I never liked that song. And best performance by a vocal group. Uh, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band won a thing. We'll get to them later on, by the way. That was in 1968. Okie dokie. Uh, anyway, uh, 404, guess what, everybody? Bail, flounder, if you will. One of the most famous tunes in, well, hell, in the, in the uh, whole country, as it turned out, originally just in the Atlanta area. And, of course, the uh, bouncing signal with Neil Bartz joining us today. Neil, how's it going? Where are you and how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm in Naples. Excellent. You're home for a while. Are, are you between, yeah, uh, b- between tours? Yeah, a home until May. Oh, well, go, well, good for you. Oh, it's a great time of year down there now. Yeah, and then I, I get on the icon of the seas in May. The icon of the seas. I don't know yeah. what that is. You don't. I don't know what the icon of the seas is. I'm sorry. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. Neil, I swear to God, I'll look at it. Tell me next time. I'll look it up in advance. <laughs> Would somebody tell him what the icon of the seas is? I don't know the what that is. The cruise ship. The what? The cruise ship. Well, I've never been on a cruise ship. I don't know the names of cruise ships. My God, man. Hey, what are you, weren't you a seagoing bellhop? No, 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 no. Hey, yeah, your old man is now screaming from this, from guarding heaven's gate about a crack like that. Hey, have you had a chance to interview Kelly Gertz or whatever his no, name is? No, dear Lord. 
man, he got reamed yesterday pretty good. That's for Did sure. Did he get Oh, I, <laughs> I was hoping so. Oh, he God. said yeah. that the murder of Lake and Riley was not connected to illegal immigration. Well, there's no Where connection. Where in the hell did yeah. Athens come up with this jerk? Well, not only that, Neil, we just read the story just a moment ago. I'll try to get for you here. Uh, they're now saying that if you are complaining, I got it right here, swear to God. Oh, here we go. Uh, the uh, uh, Joe uh, Turdface campaign committee says if you suggest migrant crime is rising after the murder of Lake and Riley, it's racist. Oh, of course it's yeah, racist. Yeah. Poisoning what the blood. Isn't, yeah. mm-hmm. What isn't racist? Yeah. Everything is racist. Yeah. The, the word means nothing yeah, right. anymore. Yeah. Nothing. Well, it's, it's all they have to play. And again, I, 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 we haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping somebody at the border will bring it up, you know, this latest situation and say, well, you know, it's your policies that allow those people to come in and commit these crimes and bring in their drugs and other gang activities and see if how he answers that. And, of course, you know he's going to a place in Brownsville where there's nobody left. I mean, it's all cleaned out and uh, looks great for him anyway. Yeah, well, Trump is the only one that has the nads to go where the problem really is. Yeah. Yeah, he'll show. So, uh, but I mean, I just cannot understand like how somebody like Kelly Gertz yeah. gets in the office in Athens. But then, then I remember Athens is in Clark County, uh, also known as Dark County. And I guess that's just what you get from the electorate there. Well, in fact, we had yesterday, we played some sound of the mayor when he was running for office, or maybe it was the first, either, and his mouth came out of his mouth saying, oh, oh no, he was mayor, and he said, uh, uh, we welcome everybody to uh, Athens. We don't care whether you're documented or not. It's not fair to discriminate against people who want to live here and be good citizens. I mean, it, 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 you know, they screw the, they're a, a, a sanctuary city. They're not supposed to be because it's illegal in Georgia. It's illegal to have a sanctuary. County, but they said the same thing. And the sheriff, when he was running for office, before he got elected for running for office, he said, I'm not going to cooperate with ICE. We believe we want to have people trust us as police officers, so we're not going to turn you in if you're undocumented. There, there you, you are, go. the sheriff and the mayor. Yeah, you know, meanwhile, down here, Marco Island and places like that, uh, Collier County, are declared uh, yeah. uh, uh, <clears throat> Bill of Rights sanctuary cities. Where, <laughs> Bill of Rights? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, uh, where we will protect the Bill of Rights against all attackers and opponents. So I don't even uh, know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Where, where do they? I know. My God. Where do they get people like this? It, it just it just makes you suspicious of everybody running for office. By the way, did I hear you say Robert Plant? Uh, uh, I may have said Robert Plant. In pa- oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think we're going to play something from him. What did I say? How, uh, play uh, Can't Let Go. Can't Let Go. Okay, Robert Plant is coming up our next break. All right, we have, have a heard, request. We ha- have uh, you no. heard of? Uh, have you heard him singing with Alison Krauss? I love Alison Krauss. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Although, <laughs> didn't you do that really sad song, Whiskey Lullaby? Was that her? Oh, that was her, heartbreaking. Oh, but my I think God. Her, her her saddest song was just called The Ghost in This House. I don't know that one. Is she the one her boy, her husband cheated on her? Didn't she just break up with somebody? No, no, no. Uh, who, what do you got there, Flounder? Flounder's playing a music. Uh, this here. is Robert Plant and Allison Krauss called Can't Let Go. Can't it's let great. Go. Listen, listen, listen to it. Okay. Boy, it's really, they really sing wonderfully together with their oh, listen. harmony and. 
I think I, that was I her. Am, I think that was her. Flounder, am I wrong? Or Pete, you you know that? No, song, no, right? no. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I, I could be. You're wrong. right. I don't know much. But uh, Alison Krauss. Hmm. So anyway, uh, we've solved the problem of Athens mayor. I mean, yeah. the problem may be uh, just to. There's no solution for somebody like that. He probably believes the earth is flat. Well, the people were screaming at him. The video was saying, we're calling him a liar, saying, you did this. You got blood on your hands, out loud screaming. He had cops all over. I mean, they were they attacked him at the news conference, and, and he, stood there, he stood there and took it. Uh, what's he going to do, you know? But again, he, they, caught, they caught him. They said, you know, you're a liar. They're, what do you mean no sanctuary city, no, no connection between crime and immigrants? My government in my God. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's absolutely without question. There is you cannot refute the fact that the uh, that the death of that young nursing student is squarely yeah. on the shoulders of Joe Biden. Yeah. He is the one that created the situation that led to her death. Uh, if if and I, I hate saying anything to boost Trump, uh, but, you know, Kimmer. If you had ever had to work with Trump like I did yeah. in the league in the legal field, yeah. you'd feel the same way about him that I do. Yeah. Well, again, I, I don't I, I don't like Donald Trump as a as a guy. He's not my kind of guy. I uh, I wouldn't want to be his friend. I mean, well, I, I you know it's not, I play golf with him once just to do it as I mentioned before. But he, he's not my kind of guy. I, I, but he's well, God, you know, his ego is so big that he wants to be the best president America's ever had, and that's okay with me. If that's your goal, great. If he's only concerned about making the country better you know god bless them so i you know anyway well, least, the, uh, the I, alternatives I, I, are depressing yeah well biden is responsible for all of it i mean deliberately they let the people in on purpose for the reason that we all know to change our culture because every one of those people is a future democrat in their opinion that's why they're taking the chance to let them all in it's but there's an odd thing about hispanics and the democrat party uh hispanics you know especially uh, uh, Mexicans are very high on this list. They have a great appreciation and fondness for the uh, family structure, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. woman, and children. Mm -hmm. And they, they look very uh, askance at any attempts to change that culture. And they are religious. They are largely Catholic. They love the, the core family principle. And I don't think that they're guaranteed votes uh, by any stretch of the imagination for Democrats. This may just uh, jump up and 
bite the Democrats in their Obama before it's over. I think exactly that's the case. And I think what happened was that these freaking liberals have swung so far to the left. I don't believe that most basic Hispanic families really want to talk about having their nine-year-old boy become a girl and whether they should use the proper pronouns and what the hell they're teaching in schools. I don't think I don't think Hispanic or, you know, immigrant families coming in as strongly as they are about family units want to hear any of this stuff. Boys playing on the girls' teams and hurting girls in basketball because they're bigger and stronger? I mean, I, who who agrees? I, I just don't... I, I think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot because they're doing the things that these Hispanic families do not believe in and agree with, and maybe this is going to make the difference. God, I hope. I sure hope. Well, I hope so, but uh, how old are you? 77, but I read at the 80-year-old level. Well, I'll be 78 in a couple of weeks. 78. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. be 79 in a couple of weeks. Well, so, okay, I mean, Mr. Smarty Pants. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're just... We're, uh, me, I so, may make it to 79. <laughs> well, you know, you and, I are, you and I are both in a position right now to just sit back yeah. and watch this country crumble uh, while we're saying, look, we tried to well, tell you. I, I'm, we tried to tell you. You didn't listen. I think You yeah. kept screaming, racist, racist, racist. Yeah, you got well. It's a, it's a perfect example. Every one of these sanctuary cities is now in big trouble and complaining about it. Denver yesterday just said, "By the way, all you hourly employees of all the parks and rec, lifeguards, people who work in all, uh, we're going to cut your hours down to uh, well zero <clears throat> because we need them. We need four million dollars to pay for the immigrants, so they're cutting the salaries." And I'll say, "By the way, if you can't make ends meet, you are eligible for unemployment." Oh my God, that's how they solve the solution is by fighting basically laying off their entire force of public workers so they can take care of immigrants. Denver, because they wanted the illegals. They were a sanctuary city. New York's the same thing. Their mayor this week is saying, oh, my God, we can't take these people. (laughs) Well, you know what happened to Denver, don't you? Well, you you say it. (laughs) California. That's right. Here they come. (laughs) Here they come. California. California went to Denver, and Denver went to hell in a handbasket. And uh, California is going to do that to several other states before it's open. Well, they've uh, yeah. they've done it to Mex to New Mexico. They may be able to pull it off in Arizona. I mean, you know, uh, California yeah, is like yeah. an overflowing sewer tank that's uh, starting to just uh, leak into the neighboring states. It, it's the worst state run by the worst governor, and his name keeps popping up as the as the guy to head the Democrat ticket. I can't well, believe you know it. You know he's been setting that up all along. Oh, well, yeah. When he showed up with his sleeves rolled up and his jacket over his shoulder at the White House when President Stupid Face was overseas, yeah, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> and this in this country is just crazy enough, crazy enough uh, to put Gavin Newsom in office. But then again. You and I, we can just sit back and say, we tried to tell you. Well, we tried to tell you. If it happens. But you didn't, you didn't listen. <laughs> I should have known better. But why would you listen to me? And by the way, wouldn't it be great if he's the president of the United States, our first lady... Uh, would be the uh, the couch sodomy queen for Harvey Rapestein. She gave it up for Harvey Rapestein to do what he wanted to her so she could make it in show business. Well, and it he been married Kimberly. her. Oh, it my could have God. been Kimberly Guilfoyle, you know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm, you know, I just, I, I, that would, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it could be funny. <sighs>
Anyway. So, yeah, now <laughs> his former, it could be the president's former wife is married to the past president's son. Right. But he was a mayor of San Francisco, too, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he? She, he, That's where she, she was. No. He was. Yeah, but yeah, she I was believe, married to him believe, then, I think, wasn't, wasn't she? I believe he was. Yeah. I believe he was. Yeah, but at least in that sense, Gavin Newsom had better uh, uh, better taste than Willie Brown. <laughs> well, America's favorite side piece, the shiftless and lazy uh, uh, Carmela uh, uh, Harris. Dear, oh, by the way, I got reamed the other day because someone said, well, you can't call a woman shiftless because that's racist. That's the way I go against black people. She's not black. Yeah, she's Jamaican. She's a she's a Janindamake. What did I call it the other day, uh, Pete? The in, uh, in in Jacob men or something other of her racial background. She's not. Well, black. you know what? Like Tiger <laughs> Tiger Woods said, he was Cablination. Cablination, absolutely. That was my yeah. example. Why it's okay. <laughs> and and a, a, a Jamindican or something like that. I called yeah, her. Jamindican. <laughs> Are you okay, Kimmer? No, Take I'm not. I'm, freak, I'm freaking out. <laughs> you know, at this time of the afternoon, you really should be drinking decaf. I've got to do something. I know that. I'm going to start. <laughs> Flounder, you got anything on the, on the side for me at all? Tied me over or something? <laughs> I'm so, a wreck. Anyway. anyway uh, by the way. Re- and and yeah. then if you just want your day to go to hell in a handbasket, just sit back and think that you're a couple of heartbeats uh, in an old geezer away from Kamala Harris being I the know. president of the United States. I know, my Lord. And, and this they, is a woman that couldn't even pick up one primary delegate when she was running for president. Yeah, she dropped out before the before she could get one. Yeah, and he had to he had to pick her. He's so stupid that he ha- he 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 labeled himself into a corner because he had to, he said he's going to pick a girl, hopefully a black girl, and he sure as hell wasn't going to pick Pocahontas. So what, what's he left with? And nobody. I mean, what an idiot! What he an idiot. chose his vice president. He chose his vice president from six percent of the population right. of this country. That's right. That's and by the way, whenever you know, I just relish when somebody calls me a racist. I just look at them and say, define racist. Yeah, and they can't. They don't know what it is. It's not the same thing as, as being biased or uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, prejudice. Prejudice, yeah. Prejudice, no. bias, and racism are not the same thing. Well, we do. We obviously have racial problems in this country. But of what course. is the yeah. first thing you do? What is the first thing you do when you're trying to solve a problem? The first thing you do is you identify the the problem you're trying to solve define it and uh, you know okay is our racial are are our racial problems due to uh uh, prejudice or bigotry or racism and the automatic answer from everybody out there oh it's racism okay fine define racism yeah, and they, they can't. They, they don't say. In fact, wasn't there who was there was a professor or a biologist or somebody who tried to make an official claim that the that genetically that was the definition and the reason for the racism or something. He got creamed for it was several years ago. I remember there's a huge controversy about it. But the racism is not prejudice. So, no, it's too different. Then, by the way, by the way, have you ever discussed profiling on your show? There is not one of us. We should profile. <laughs> that does not that does not profile several times a day. We all do. When you're when you're at Home Depot and you need help finding a screw, you don't just look around and pull somebody up at random. You profile. <laughs> you look for you someone look for who somebody would know. Wearing, and, <laughs> yeah. 
you you look for somebody wearing orange. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we pro- we profile all the time. You're a color we racist. Could not exist. <laughs> we could not exist as a society if we did not profile all the time. It's a great shortcut to efficiency and the truth. Well, it's not only that, but the way we pick our friends or the, peop- the people we want to hang around with. If you're if you're in an area where there's some people who are screaming and yelling, say, well, I don't want to go over and hang around with those guys. You do so many because you profiled them as people you really probably don't want to hang around with. That's not, you or know, if you're, that, that's just t- typical behavior to see what what's best for you at any minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> or or if you're at, a, at an event, a conference, a party, whatever, and somebody's wearing a name tag that uh, that has pronouns on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you profile immediately. You know yeah. you do not want to interact with that person. Yeah. You do not want to know one thing about them. You don't want to have uh, a, a three-word co- conversation when "go away" will do. Uh, <laughs> all because they put their pronouns on a name tag. Pronouns uh, on a name tag mean. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to know me. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm not all that bright anyway. Uh, and you profile on the basis of we need more profiling. Yeah. And I tell you where we really need profiling. We need to go ahead and look at the statistics, and decide which young men out there, which young men yeah. are the ones carrying the guns, which young men are out there are the ones that feel like they don't have any street credibility, any credibility at all, unless they have a gun in their pants. Uh, Figure out who they are, profile them, uh, and then pull them over and frisk them. (laughs) Well, they they used to do that, and it used to be pretty effective, too. I remember Rudy Giuliani used to have a pretty good crime rate going until they stopped all the, you know, actually cracking down on crime. Yeah, stop and frisk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, I think, we know who is most likely to have the guns, although that's well, that, uh, that's well, statistics. Yeah. I mean, we've said it before, but every time you mention it, you say it, oh, you're, you're singling out this. Well, you know, then stop your bitching and, and do something about your own freaking community. I mean, that's where, the, you know, if there's, well, if, if there's a problem and you can identify the problem, then there you are. There it is. So to take care of it. But they're not willing to do that. Okay. How do you like the Supreme Court? taking on this presidential immunity. All right, let me ask you this. Here it's this the, the Supreme Court I think now Neil has 3 Trump cases basically uh and the and the one that's going to be most important I guess is whether a president can what break the law and fa- and be immune from prosecution for duties he did while president. My question you, is, does this center yeah. on whether the duties he was doing as president were, in fact, keeping with the, the duties of his office? Or would it also mean if he decides to go rob a bank one day just for the hell it got drunk and shot a guy in the face for no reason on the sidewalk, wasn't really anything to do with being president, can, is he immune from that? Or only well, if about, he is from only his duties? Is he immune for, for fomenting? Is it fomenting or fomenting? fomenting. A riot at the Capitol. Yeah. Well, again, uh, the, the words in the Constitution are is insurrection, which is why they started calling it the insurrection on January 7th, because they knew that they could use that word to try to get Trump. But, but again, uh, he's never been tried or convicted or even charged with an insurrection. How could they possibly? I mean, is the Supreme Court bound by saying, well, he's never been charged or convicted? How can we say that? Well, I have a president for you who does have immunity. 
Who's that? <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of a strong arm way of doing it. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, he has – that is your picture of a leader of a country with immunity. Yeah. Vladimir Putin. And that is what Donald Trump wants to claim for himself. Uh, does he actually identify I'm, – I'm not saying it, just wondering. I think it's a fair question. Does he identify as being another Vladimir Putin? No, I, I can't. I mean, I think that's Oh, he's really bragged a... about his, you know, how well, I can he's just not go an out assassin. and kill somebody. Putin, well, no, but he hasn't done it. Putin's a freaking assassin. You know, Putin just killed the guy. Trump's not a murderer. Uh, but, but I think he, I think, I think he, even he would agree. And I think the court is going to very quickly, I, what do I know? But I think the court would clearly say, no, if you're president, you can't just go murder somebody. So you're not immune, uh, immune from any kind of crime you might commit while you're president. Uh, but you are maybe immune from from uh, what someone considers a crime as as part of your duties of president, unless it's specifically outlawed in the Constitution, like the word insurrection. Now, the other thing well, is, there, can you be charged after he's been president? If he does something in, uh, while he's president and they can't charge him as president, can they charge him after he's president? Neil, I don't know. Are these things that are, is this what they're deciding? Well, there is instances of uh, immunity among people in Washington. For instance, a member of the House of Representatives or of the Senate cannot be held criminally liable for anything they say on the floor on the of floor. the House yeah. Yeah. Or, or Senate yeah. when it's in session. Right. Yeah, they, they can't be held liable for that. As so they do be. have, yeah, yeah. yeah, they do have immunity. So there are cases in our government where immunity exists. But I think that Donald Trump has vastly overplayed that. And the quicker the Supreme Court can strike him down on that ridiculous idea, the the, uh, the better off we are. Now, let me ask you this. What about the issue of whether or not a state and, and, and some girl, some girl judge in Illinois just did it again. Is it possible that some woman or girl, somebody working in a state secretary of state's office can say, you know, that damn Donald Trump, I think he committed insurrection. I'm keeping him off the ballot, which is basically what they did. He's never been charged or convicted. Can the Supreme Court, will the Supreme Court rule in his favor? saying you cannot legally have a state keep a presidential candidate off a federal presidential ballot. Not under these circumstances. No, that lady from Illinois, at least she did say, I'm staying my ruling to give the Supreme yeah. Court a chance to weigh in on well, this. Well, she had to. I mean, but, you know. I mean, you know, if you have a president who is convicted of a crime, yeah. you may have a case. Yeah. But because you don't, you know, uh, because you might not like his rhetoric uh, his claims that the election was stolen, uh, just because you don't like that doesn't mean you can keep him on the ballot. Uh, I don't think that Donald Trump committed, I, I think it's a real stretch to say he committed insurrection. He didn't lead an but insurrection. But he sure, in, he sure encouraged a riot. I believe he did. Well, he certainly encouraged a, pr a trouble to say, go, you know, peacefully go and tell them how you feel about what they did to us. So obviously it was, uh, you know, it was uh, provocative. By the way, yeah. Where is Melania? Oh, good question. Now, in fact, that came up the other day. How come she's not on the trail with you? And they said that she's going to be joining him more. But that's a good question. She's, and I think probably because I don't blame her because all they do is pick on her and call her names and, you know, saying she's, oh, she's uglier than Michelle Obama, even though Michelle's a boy. You know, I think I think she just wants nothing to do with it. I don't blame her either. I think she wants nothing to be no, nothing but, part of this stuff. 
please, nobody with a half a brain ever said that Michelle Obama was more attractive than Melania. Oh, Trump, please. It pops up on, on Twitter all the time. Mm. Who is the best looking first lady in this? Oh, I mean, please. Uh, who is the best first lady, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And Michelle Obama's the first bitch. She's the worst first lady we've ever had. Nasty, entitled, uh, uh, dismissive, vicious, black-hearted. Man. Good Lord. Remember remember when she looked at her husband during the playing of the national anthem or something, mm. and she just mouthed the words, all of this for a damn flag. Yep. I remember the first time she said she's finally proud of her country. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Anyway. For maybe the first time president. in my life, I'm proud of my country. Yeah. Good oh. Lord. <laughs> okay, well, you've really made me depressed. I'm sorry. What, what are you, what's your next trip? <laughs> where, where, where are you going to go to have fun? Are you going to have fun coming up? Say, you say you're staying until May. What are you going to do in May? Are you traveling up north? Well, well we weather? get in the bus and, and go off to rallies every once in a while. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> as as soon as our crews on the icon of the sea look up, Kimmer, I'm going to check that into a break here. <laughs> As soon as our cruise is over, then we're in the bus and we have to live in that sucker for about yeah. five or six months while renovations. Wow. Uh, we're getting the con condo redone. Wow. So we'll be we'll be as far west as the Rockies, maybe Oregon, as far wow, north beautiful. as Banff and Lake Louise in Canada, as far northeast as Prince Edward Island. Quebec City. We'll be all over the place. We're going to burn some diesel fuel. Uh, God bless America. Best to you and your sweet lady bride, and I hope you have a terrific uh, next week until we talk to you again. Neil, thanks, my okay. friend. Really appreciate my, it. Yes, sir. By the way, my golf handicap is now 27. <laughs> I mean, good. That's great. That's wonderful. No, it used to. It used I got to. down to a 12 one time, but boy, have yeah. I gone to hell. Of well, it. Yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> I've lost 80% of my drive distance. So anyway, uh, we'll tee it up one of these days, Neil. Uh, Separate five, my friend. And great to talk to you as always. Neil Bortz. Yep, be good. Thanks, man. 431, Kimber Pete Flounder and Neil Bortz on 106.3. Homeowners, Tug here with some exciting news. Southern Exteriors is your one-stop solution for top-notch exterior services, from roofing to siding, windows, gutters, and more. No more waiting. They can start on your project immediately. And with an in-house warranty division, Southern Exteriors stands by their work for years to come. From leaky roofs to faded siding, trust Southern Exteriors for a quick and lasting transformation. Don't wait. Transform your home today. Call 877-9-SOUTHERN or visit southernexteriors.co now. Southern Exteriors, quality and precision you can rely on for over 20 years. At the Piedmont Bank, we're proud to be one of Georgia's largest community banks, focusing on serving businesses and the communities they serve. With headquarters right here in Metro Atlanta, our tailored banking expertise and solutions help meet the diverse needs of our customers so they have what it takes to grow, expand, and thrive. It's what elevates us above the rest. Find a location near you at Piedmont.Bank and experience elevated banking for you and your business. The Piedmont Bank. Banking elevated. Member FDIC and Equal Housing lender. As we start 2024, Central Heating and Air Conditioning would like to thank everyone for trusting them with your heating and air conditioning and home performance needs by throwing the 27th annual Winter White Sale going on right now through the end of February. And you can save up to $2,000 with carrier rebates, the best in the business. At Central, you're guaranteed to get the best deals possible. And why is Central Heating and Air the best? Well, they're one of the few locally owned HVAC companies in Atlanta. With Central, you're not just a number, you're a member of the family. It's been that 
way since 1947, and it's still that way today. And Central Heating and Air Conditioning can fix what ails your house health and possibly your family's health with home ventilation and air quality products. Central has packages designed around health using variable speeds, fresh air ventilation, air cleaners, air purifiers, dehumidifiers, and more. Central Heating and Air's 27th Annual Winter White Sale goes through the end of February. So check them out online at centralheat.com or call them at 770-GET-HEAT and turn to your Atlanta Carrier Experts. Join a Second Chance Bail Bond CEO Daniel Madelon and host Tug Coward for a new weekly radio show, Back Your Blue. They will highlight special initiatives, criminal justice programs, and community events aimed at keeping our communities safer. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. to learn some good news about and from the law enforcement and justice communities. Tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. or find it online at thepodcastpark.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. A new Braves season is around the corner, and tickets are on sale. The Braves' home schedule is jam-packed with great matchups, including the Texas Rangers in April, Red Sox in May, and Phillies in July. Plus, you better get your tickets now for when Shohei and the Dodgers head to Truist Park in September. 2024 will also be more amazing gate giveaways, like the Ronald Acuna Jr. bobblehead trio commemorating his record-breaking season. Replica chain giveaways featuring Michael Harris II and Orlando Arcia, a City Connect replica jersey and the list goes on visit braves.com slash promos to see all of the amazing giveaways throughout the season and purchase your tickets and fan favorite specialty ticket packages are back in 2024 including the military appreciation father's day catch on the field star wars and more visit braves.com slash packages to see these special packages and the exclusive items that come along with your game ticket atlanta braves baseball for the a I think it's time to get rid of that old, ugly garage door. Get rid of it? All it needs is a quick repair. Where's my duct tape and WD-40? This is Dan Watkins with All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. And let us be the ones to tell you if you need a repair or a replacement. If you have a wooden or uninsulated steel door, a replacement will always pay for itself with energy savings. But if your door is insulated and not very old, put down the duct tape and let us come out to service your door the right way. Head to allfourseasonsgarages.com or give us a call today. <laughs> cool. It's just a double earphone wangy bangy. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang down. Let's imagine I do old fashioned hi fi. I got the left ear doing one thing and the right ear doing another. We're going to talk about love letters coming up too. Kimmer Payne's Lounder. 436 with Eric Clapton. On this day 24 years ago, Eric Clapton was banned from driving for six months. He was caught doing 45 and a 30 at his British home in Surrey. Oh, my God. Six months, no driving because he was doing 15 over? Well, I guess so. Okay. Anyway, coming up, we've uh, got kind of a love story here involving that man and uh, another suitor. We'll get to that shortly. Also, I mentioned very few birthdays on Leap Day. Uh, they include Jesse Usher. 32, Will Smith's son, Dylan, in Independence Day Resurgence, and he plays A-Train on The Boys. I don't know what that is. Anyway, and a uh, quick history note. I think I might have one here. It's kind of a sports thing there. Sorry, Pete. On this day in 1996, Daniel Green was convicted in North Carolina of murdering Michael Jordan's father. It was a 1993 roadside holdup. A guy was sentenced to life in prison. An accomplice was also who testified against him 
also got life in prison. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, four for you. What's that? The Boys is an Amazon show making fun of superheroes. It's a pretty good show. Oh, really? Oh, I'll be down. i got to get that app, I guess, on my phone watch. Yeah. Oh, uh, by, by the way, yes. the, the Biden administration has got a new word. We can't call them invaders. We can't call them illegals. Uh, we now can't even call them migrants anymore. The Biden administration has now found a new politically correct word, oh, what's the word for now? the invaders. Okay, so what should we use now? N- newcomers. 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 Oh. Kind of like newborns. It just has kind of that little baby. The welcome. You're oh, the newcomer. Oh, this, uh, let's bring something over to your house and give you a little food basket and uh, a newspaper application. And then we'll just, see, we'll just sit around and talk about how much we like to have new neighbors. Well, bless your heart. Let's all, in fact, let's all open our doors for all of our newcomers. We've got some newcomers. Uh, you know, I want to hit somebody in the face right now. I swear to God. You know, honestly, God, I just, you know, there. give war a chance. Uh, I just, you know, these people, I, I'm, I, 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 I just, it makes me so free. What is wrong with these people? What, what is They're wrong? traitors. They're traitors. What, what happened? Treason. How are they getting away with it? Because we're too freaking lazy. Our, this guy, uh, there, there should be riots in the streets for the right reason. All right, uh, 440, uh, Before I forget, uh, this uh, 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by the Atlanta Safe House, home of the Kimmer Safes. You need a safe? You may not know it, but you put your Social Security card in there, medical records, divorce and marriage papers, stuff like that, children's things for the fall, go back to school. Learn more if they have a showroom in Ackworth, and check them out on the web, atlantasafehouse.com. A longtime sponsor and a great uh, great friend of the Kimmer. 439 404-741-1230, 1230 404-741-1230. A couple of phone calls, two of the phones. It's uh, Martin's on with us, and Lori's standing by. Hi, Martin, you're on the radio. Thanks for holding, sir. Really appreciate it. What's up? Well, yes, sir. I think the uh, name uh, for the uh, newcomers, uh, irrit- irritants might be a uh, better option. But, uh, let, let me move real quickly. On the uh, issue of uh, the guy that uh, King Putin uh, murdered, Yeah, uh, I would uh, – you need to look – the guy – Pissed off the uh, king. Yeah. I call him king, yeah. anyhow. Yeah. And uh, he pissed him off. He got sentenced, went to jail for a short term. They let him out, and King Putin said, Go away. <laughs> he came back and kept yeah. kicking sand at uh, King Putin. Yeah, yeah he was uh, asking you know for what? it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to be the king. Now, <laughs> the guy, yeah. uh, every indication is that the guy was not murdered, that he actually died of uh, natural causes. It's early right. yet. We don't know. But, I don't, uh, yeah. I'm not I, sure I about know. that. I, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you don't, yeah, yeah, I really, Martin, come on now, man. He's all battered and beaten. They didn't want to show his body. I mean, come on. Private burial the nobody could witness. The, the, the guy was in a, a rotten jail. It was a yeah, bad environment. It was probably the other that inmates. Probably, yeah, probably but, the other inmates yeah. are making love with him and stuff and beat him up a little bit. You well, know. you don't keep kicking the neighbor's dog. No, you Eventually don't. Eventually, it's going to bite. Yeah, that, that point is true. Absolutely. He was going back for, he became a martyr, and he must have known what he was in for. Uh, but still, that doesn't yeah. mean he should have been murdered, you know, because he's a protester. Well, his, so, <laughs> but in that his case. His weedies are wet, not from my milk. Yeah, <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> All right, Martin, yeah. I got to go. You're killing me. Thanks, man. Uh, call anytime, 440. Uh, try to host the camera. Lori, you're on the radio. Hi, Lori. Welcome aboard. What's going on? Uh, baby. Hey guys, happy <laughs> Thursday. Yes, ma'am. What's happening? <laughs> I wanted to comment on Melania. I thought about this for a while, mm-hmm. and Trump is such under 
with somebody trying to kill him. I think he's keeping her and Bear in, in the background for their safety because it's taken a lot just to keep him safe. You know, Don Jr. Yeah. just got a package in the mail, had yeah. the white stuff in it, and a kill. You know, they wanted to kill him. Yeah, that was two days know. ago. Yeah. So it's just a lot of, um, you know, people don't think about how many people really want to kill him. So he's trying to keep him safe but just keep them out of the way of those crazy I wouldn't. People. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I think you're probably. I think you're probably. That's. I probably got a lot to do with it. But also, he's uh, particularly quiet about his son Baron, who's now what is he six six now or something? He towers over everybody. He's a, oh, a I know. giant. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. He's just keeping them too because they're. He's still underage, you know, protecting him and his wife. Where yeah. Don Jr. and Eric have their own life, but yeah. that, I believe that. Yeah. And Boris, let me just say something about Boris. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know him very well till y'all got back on the air. He pisses me off so bad. <laughs> and then he'll turn around and say something smart, but, you know, normal. And I'm like... Lori, Neil Borch made a very nice living being exactly what you said. Doing that for 50 oh my years. God. I'm cussing. And then he's like, damn it. Damn it. But he's an age group where we can get away with everything, okay? Yeah. We're in that group, you know, I, I where know. we made it to the end. And yeah, it's like, I do what the hell I want. <laughs> I don't. I don't have f u money, but I got f u age. So that is. <laughs> All right, baby. All right, sweet. Joe Biden and them. It's just. F-J-B, yeah. okay? Yeah. That's what we feel. Yeah, I know. All right, Laura, you have a great day out there. Be Another careful. thing with Melania, though, is her mom just passed away a few weeks ago. That's so true, she's too. also probably been out that. of the... Yeah. But again, I, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I don't think she really wants any... She's not a campaigner. She's no. not a, pol- a political wife. I mean, it's just not her style. I don't, I don't hold... I don't... I don't think people hold it against her. I don't think they hold it against Trump. I hope. I don't think they do. I don't think they say, gee, where's his damn wife doesn't care well, about him? I mean, I, that's not Well, a the thing. thing is, uh, Trump doesn't need Melania to hold him and, and lead him yeah. around yeah. like yeah. Biden does. That's, you know, that's a good point. Since when should the wife be in, in every single thing that happens to take care right. of him? And, and by the way, if you have, I, I hope that the Republicans, when the campaign gets closer, will start doing nothing uh, 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 less than showing all those videos of her leading him around because he doesn't know where he is. Ah, my Lord. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, do we have time for, uh, uh, for the Layla? Oh, I, I think we might have. Let's play, can we play the little Layla here? Let's do this. This is a, a kind of a funny story just came out. Not funny story. A, uh, a sweet and happy story just came out today. 60s supermodel Patty Boyd was at the center of a rift between guitar-riffing gods George Harrison and Eric... Clapton. Clapton tried to woo Patty Boyd with secret love letters while she was still married to Harrison when the two Rock and Roll Hall of Famers were best friends. The pen mission was accomplished. Boyd left the late Beatle, who had written the song Abbey Road Classic Something about his wife, Patty Boyd. And then she went on to marry the former Yardbird in 1979. Well, Patty Boyd is now 79 years old, and she is auctioning off Clapton's love letters. And it's okay with him. Clapton wrote his 70s classic Layla and Wonderful Tonight about Patty Boyd, years before they got divorced in 1989. The auction will be March 8th, Christie's. In one of the letters, Clapton declares to Boyd, 
Take me. I am yours. What I wish to ask you is if you still love your husband, but if there is still a feeling in your heart for me, you must let me know. He writes another, Dear Layla, why do you hesitate? Am I a poor lover? Am I ugly? Am I too weak, too strong? Do you know why? If you want me, take me. I am yours. If you don't want me, please break the spell that binds me. To cage a wild animal is a sin. To tame him is divine. Legend has it that after the bestie betrayal was discovered, Clapton and Harrison dueled on their guitars for the right to the fair Patty's hand. After he lost Boyd to Clapton in the fabled Battle of the Axes, uh, Harrison somehow managed to forgive them both, even going to their house for Christmas after the bro code busting breakup. The letters from Eric, they're so desperate and passionate, a passion that blooms once in a lifetime, I think, said Patty Boyd. Even now, if I were to read those letters, it makes me terribly sad. I've had them in a little trunk, and occasionally I'll have a look and start to read, and my heart beats, it jumps because it's heartbreaking. They're too painful in their beauty. Patty Boyd auctioning off the love letters. Layla, one more time, 446. Bortz Report, brought to you by Southern Exteriors, the Southeast premier home exterior solution. Quality and precision you can rely on for over 20 years. Visit southernexteriors.co. Well, the Supreme Court now has the case. It's going to look into presidential immunity. Well, look, there hasn't been a president in quite a while that we can really be proud of. Might have to go back to George Herbert Walker Bush. Certainly the most qualified man to ever hold that office in our lifetimes. Let's see, there's Barack Obama. He actually thought that our rights were granted to us in the Constitution, not protected by the Constitution. Hillary Clinton, she wanted to be president. Thank you, Donald Trump. She said it was time to stop thinking about the rights of the individuals and think more about the collective. And then there's slow Joe Biden. I don't care what his personal doctor says. He's suffering from dementia, and he is not the guy in charge. Barack Obama is still pulling those strings. And then there's Donald Trump of Trump University fame. I wonder if those people ever got their money back. Donald Trump says you can't be held criminally liable for anything you do when you're actually serving in office. What a dangerous, despotic idea that is. Yeah, we need a president that can do anything he wants to do while he's in office and not be held responsible for it because he has presidential immunity. You want to see a president with immunity? Look at Vladimir Putin. Maybe that's Trump's problem. Maybe he's jealous. Vladimir Putin can kill political opponents and not be touched. What would Trump do if he did have presidential immunity? If you're not the least bit concerned about that, then please don't vote 
in the next election. There's no law that says you have to. There's enough fools with voter cards already. Neil Bortz, Extra, 106.3. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Fellow Americans, former CIA officer Jason Hansen here. Market instability and soaring debt have put your retirement at risk. For protection, I recommend diversifying into physical gold from Advantage Gold, a five-star rated gold company I've used for years. Their customer service is unmatched. Call 800-741-GOLD now and say Jason Hansen sent you and get a free 2024 gold investing kit. Again, call 800-741-GOLD. I know it, Cover Feed Flounder, 450, with Robert Plant. Nineteen eighty-eight. Robert Plant released his fourth solo album, Now and Zen. It peaked at number ten on the British chart. The tracks Heaven Knows and Tall Cool One, which I think we're hearing here, featured guitarist Jimmy Page. Robert, what's the one I like? Uh, the Robert Plant side. Uh, he's so fine, you don't know. That's not it. What's the one that Robert Plant's That's got? Robert Palmer. That's Robert Palmer. Oh, that's Robert Palmer, Robert Plant. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's so far away. <laughs> well, they had same letters. <laughs> sorry. Okay, by the way, uh, 451, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And um, I'm going to now do a little history lesson for you on something unusual that happened in history on Leap Day, February 29th. In the year 1504, Christopher Columbus came ashore northeast of Cuba in 1492, named it San Salvador. He left Spain in 1502 with a ship, uh, well, several different ships. And uh, thanks to an epidemic of ship worms eating holes in the planking of his fleet, he was forced to abandon two of his ships and finally had to beach his last two caravels on the north coast of an island now known as Jamaica. Initially, the natives were very welcoming, providing them with food and shelter. The days dragged into weeks and mounted after being stranded for six months. Half the crew of, of, uh, of uh, Columbus mutinied, robbing and murdering some of the locals who themselves had grown weary of supplying fish and corn in exchange for little tin whistles and trinkets and hawks' bells and other trashy goods from Columbus. Famine now threatening, Columbus formulated a desperate, albeit ingenious, plan. 
there was that uh, even in the 1500s, there were books about customary routes and ventures out into the unknown seas in search of new frontiers. Columbus had a copy of the Almanac with him that sailors would all have when he was stranded in Jamaica. He discovered reading the tables that on the evening of Thursday, February 29th, 1504, there would be a total lunar eclipse beginning about the time of the moon rise. Armed with this knowledge three days before the eclipse, Columbus requested a meeting with the big chiefs of the locals in Jamaica and said, we're very, the Christian gods are angry with you, you chief, and you're no longer supplying me and my men with food and stuff, so I'm going to show a sign of our Christian gods' displeasure. In three nights, we're going to obliterate your rising full moon. It'll appear inflamed with wrath and the signal of the evils that would be soon inflicted upon them. Well, son of a bitch, three days later, the 29th of February, leap day, the sun set in the west, the moon started rising in the eastern horizon, plainly obvious to all that something was wrong. By the time it appeared in full view, it was barely a dark scallop. It had been taken off its edge. An hour later, it it had been removed from the lower edge. Evening twilight ended, the darkness descended, the moon exhibited an eerily inflamed, bloody appearance, and it was not a a brilliant late winter full moon at all. It was a dim red ball. And according to Columbus's son, who wrote later, they were terrified. They were howling and lamentation came running from every direction to the ships, laden with provisions and beseeching the admiral to please intercede with your God on their behalf. We promise we'll happily cooperate with Columbus and his men if you just re- give us back our moon. He told the natives, I'll go have to retire to confer privately with my God and shut himself in the cabin for 50 minutes. He turned an hourglass every half hour to the stages of the eclipse so he knew when it would be ended. Just before it started reappearing again, he announced, Our God has pardoned you, and we will give you back your moon. And everybody was happy after Christopher Columbus pulled a February 29th leap day stunt on the Jamaican Indians in the year 1504. Ladies and gentlemen, today's history lesson has now ended. Gee, I wish we had more time for the program. I <clears throat> sorry. Well, I don't know. That's I think that's a great story. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think Pete's too happy with that great story. <laughs> no, it actually was for once a very interesting story. Isn't that, that a, you isn't have that not a, told before? And you know what amazed so. me about it though? What amazed me about it was in the year fifteen hundred, they had charts and almanacs of celestial things, even then, which is to me is remarkable. <laughs> Yeah, except, except in Rome, where the Catholic Church had locked poor Galileo up for the well, last 14 well, years of his life. Well, that was the Catholic thing, you know, the whole, you know, well, it's God. It was a, <laughs> that was a definitely unusual nowhere. Forward-thinking people that they are. Yes, you know, apparently. Uh, by the way, one quick uh, political thing, and then we got the American Psychological Association's woke dictionary coming out. Holy cow. Uh, Carmela Sidepiece, our shiftless, lazy vice president, uh, tried to prove that she was really a hotshot, knew what she was doing. She uh, took to social media praising the effort of poll workers around the presidential primaries. Uh, her complimentary remarks backfired. She said, golly, our democracy could not function without nonpartisan, nonpartisan poll workers like Vasu and Rob here, who I met in Georgia. We really support and thank you. Uh, shared a photo of her appearing with the people uh, and listening to Vasu Abrahimamam, whatever his name is, uh, applauding a nonpartisan poll worker. Well, it actually turns out that there were additional tweet contexts showing what readers really may want to know. 
This uh, Vasu person is a liberal advocate promoting the progressive movement, the so-called nonpartisan poll worker, a staffer at the left-wing Alliance for Justice, formerly with the ACLU in Georgia. Uh, it identifies him as the Helen Rosenfall Senior Counsel for Building and Bench Program of Alliance for Justice, a dedicated advocate for diversity and inclusion in the federal and state judiciary. Uh, one user says uh, the tweet is like a mayor, a major cell phone baby. It's just really sad. It posts like that destroy your credibility. If your staff can't even properly vent the people you're posting, you got to get rid of them. Maybe that's why they keep quitting. Uh, Vasu and Rob are nonpartisan. Are you serious? They're very partisan. And by the way, apparently now the uh, vice president, Shipless and Lazy, has announced a new program where the president is authorizing people who show up to help get people registering to vote will be paid. Now, when you show up to get people to register to vote and they give you your money, guess where they're going to go assign you to make sure you get people registering to vote? You think they're going to be going to the, uh, you know, white suburban country club neighborhoods to get people to register to vote or not? And they're going to get paid to make sure there are more Democrats voting this year than ever before. Uh, and again, this business trying to do, you know, a, a vote now. You can vote right now. Early primary voting and early early presidential voting. And we've already made out your uh, uh, documents for you. Good Lord. Okay, very quickly, we got five, 458 already. Holy crap. Uh, 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 holy crap at sports coming up, by the way. Pete Davis, uh, in short order. The American Psychological Association has a new dictionary. They, uh, they say that phrases, and this is for their own people, their own people to use phrases when they're doing counseling. And the American Psychological Association says, well, uh, you don't use uh, phrases such as uh, take a shot at this or, uh, well, we have a target population. No, don't don't say that. Uh, You're really killing it. No, 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 no. Those are all microaggressions. Uh, How about this? How about you need to stand up for something or other or turn a blind eye to those who are going to see or lend your voice to a cause because you know what those are? Those are ableist, offensive to disabled people. Stand up. What about people who can't stand up? <laughs> stand up. What? Oh, you can't. What if you can't? Oh, my God. Lend your voice to the cause. What about people who can't talk? Oh, my God. They're serious. I'm not making this up. They're serious. <laughs> Learned men have gotten together and written this. <laughs> Sold down the river is now racist because a lot of black people in Mississippi on the Mississippi River used to be sold down the river. So now you can't say you got sold. Oh, my God. By the way, Rhino is already attacking you on Twitter. He's got pictures of tater tots up, and he says, from now on, these will forever be known as potato dots. (laughs) I've invented a new word. Even Rhino salutes me. (laughs) Coming up at 5 (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, blow me a kiss. How about that? This is WFON and W292EV Marietta, a Dickie Broadcasting Station, locally owned and heard throughout Georgia on the Extra app. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? 
You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right of plank. Ready on your dog target. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder, 503 on 106.3. Happy Thursday. How's it going? We got newsy stuff. Just heard uh, Donald Trump. We got border visits. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up for today. You'll hear the podium princess, the disgrace of the federal government representing your country. And uh, uh, Surly Temple with another despicable uh, example of how they really feel about us. That's all coming up. Uh, and a bunch of things. We got, oh, we got Woke Jeopardy. I think Jeopardy must have jumped the shark. I used to watch Jeopardy a lot when I, actually, when I was around, I guess it would maybe, I forgot when my shift might have been able to do it. But anyway, I haven't watched Jeopardy in, in years and years and years and years since Alex Trebek, uh, by a long shot. And it must have jumped the shark. There's something going on. There's, something, there's a complaint on social media and in the news about Jeopardy like every three days. That's well, I, well, they put that, that woke idiot, Ken yeah. Jennings, on there yeah. that, who hates half the country. Yeah. He hates conservatives. He hates Trump voters. And he said it. He's been vocal about it. And they don't care. They put him on anyway. Yeah. Well, wokeness. In fact, we, we talked wokeness today. The, the, we talked about the mayor of Athens uh, and uh, how he ran his campaign in, in office saying, we welcome everybody, whether they're documented or not. We want all people to love us here in Athens and uh, love our police, so we're not going to arrest anybody just because they're un, uh, uh, undocumented. Uh, by the way, New York City Mayor Eric Adams' home is getting raided by the FBI as we speak. Oh, remember he had a thing going on with some kind of secret documents with one of his um, aides... Month a few months ago, they did this. They rated it uh, earlier. Is, this, uh, is there any more in the story about it? I think they did this before. Uh, it just shows just them a headline boxes. Oh my out god! Of the, uh... Yeah. Oh, oh my god! They did this before. I, I wasn't. Now wait a minute. I think no. I think it was his like chief of staff. I th- I, I got to have a memory thing going oh. here. I think I think they investigated. Is either his chief of staff or his secretary? Somebody. Uh, is it say it in there? No, it doesn't say. But even better, Trump at the border has confirmed that he has spoken to the parents of Lake and Riley. Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it, he said. All right. In fact, let's do this now. First of all, President Dogturd has not mentioned the name. You know he's not going to mention the name. But let, uh, Flounder, let's play the podium princess, uh, Regine Frachine Frachine. She's black. She's gay. She's a girl. She's got three check marks. Oh, my God. Well, she was on CNN. 
And CNN asked her about the Lakin Riley murder case. Here's what she said. I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, whoever, uh, yeah. we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, what uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing. But. We have yeah, done we the work uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. Enforce the, the Republicans law. have gotten in the way. They have gotten in the way. And that's what we continue to see over and over and over again. And so, look, this is a serious, this is a serious matter. She's not a serious anything. This is a, this is appalling, absolutely disgraceful. And what they do, they won't they won't even mention the fact of what happened, and still they immediately go to Donald Trump and their yeah. conservatives. There are laws on the books. Enforce the damn laws. <sighs> By the way, the Border Patrol Union put out a message today when President Kalpai was going to visit, saying, "Don't use our name. Keep our name out of your mouth." Unquote. And uh, where, Borden, uh, where Biden's border trip is going, uh, there are no migrants. They're all gone. There's nobody there after the wire fence put up by the governor of Texas. So he's going to be going to a place where there is a fence and no illegals, which thereby proves that fences work. Yeah, but he's also there to check out the new Democratic ballot drop boxes he's installed along the border. So as soon <laughs> yeah, as they come go. over. And we've got your filled out ballots already, folks. So they, I mean, this is unbelievable. In, in Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And incidentally, if you think that uh, you're alone in this, you're a damn racist. If you suggest in any way that migrant crime has anything to do with the murder of Lake and Riley or anything else, you are a... Well, I'll read the official words. His campaign has sent out one of their lackeys to suggest it's racist to in- indicate that migrant crime is rising after the murder of Lake and Riley, and they slammed Donald Trump for poisoning the blood of the country with his rhetoric, unquote. So instead of actually owning up to what happened, they're turning on Donald Trump for complaining about what happened. Uh, The nursing student murdered, and the campaign says this immigrant crime narrative is racist, said Democratic Representative Robert Garcia of California, a press briefing organized by President Kalpai's reelection campaign. If you compare migrant crime and rising things to the narrative, you are a racist. And migrants, by and large, are committing less crime. Oh, are they? Really? And by the way, I... uh, well, I, uh, if it's going down in quantity, they're making up with it with quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the quantity's still there. Let's say. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, Senator John Oshol, uh has said uh, nothing. Uh, he hasn't said anything because he doesn't want to offend the lefties. And uh, yeah, here we go. Thank you, Senator. Appreciate it. And Senator uh, Raphael Weifnacher was too busy. They asked him for a comment, but he was too busy practicing uh, his habit of sneaking out the back door anytime that a process server shows up as a deadbeat dad trying to get him to pay his freaking money for his deadbeat dad activities over not taking care of his own family. And he, so he really wasn't busy because he was uh, fleeing out the back door uh, after trying to murder his wife. Uh, or maybe just run a roll. I mean, maybe not murder. Maybe he probably wasn't trying to murder. I mean, I can't say. I don't know what was in his heart. How could I know what was in Senator Raphael Weifnacher's heart? The racist who hates the military, hates white people. <clears throat> Surprise, a freaking lightning bolt hasn't come down when he was in the actual pulpit of Martin Luther King Jr. and Hosea Williams. Dear God, Ebenezer Baptist Church. I can't believe he can drive yeah. on the property without getting a lightning strike. Jesus. By the way, uh, 
Yeah. Jim, Jim has gone on uh, social media to say, I hope Kimmer is not going to start an OnlyFans page and taking his shirt off. <laughs> well, now, okay, let's review. Uh, by the way, I didn't know you could keep that around. I thought it was a live thing and it was oh, gone, like, oh, oh black and uh, white TV days. No, no, no. One lady is calling for a gift to be made, so it just runs in perpetuity. Oh, no, please, God. <laughs> over and over. Well, Perpetuity. You, well, That's they, they egged me into it to pre- on the whole nipple stride. I don't even want to talk about it. And so I so I'll show you and now all of a sudden i'm getting you know hell i have a couple ladies who sent me video of them throwing up uh, looking at the monitor I, I, i'm serious it's, it's just not fair i had one lady named uh, lady domina uh, offered to whip me into shape i don't even know what that means um i, I had like four girls just uh, just texted me of them with a putting their th- their finger down their throat i mean come on girls i'm almost 80 give me a freaking break <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I didn't know you could keep that around. I thought that was you, like going to be gone forever. You know what the problem is? Too many potato dots. Well, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I, I'm not. I'm. Did I really look like a fat load? I mean, I can't believe it. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, you don't look like a fat. Oh load. my god. Oh, I'm. They're going to just. Oh, jeez. Your nipples are askew. <laughs> I know that. Well, I have a breast implant on the left one. Another nipple gate. <laughs> yeah, another nipple gate. Thank you, Fly. <laughs> Man is right. Uh, oh my God! Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. Oh, oh, by the way, for we got holy crap, it's force coming in a second. And uh, right before, oh, the Jeopardy thing. Here, here we go again. Speaking of Jeopardy, uh, fans are in an uproar. Monday's episode, speech and parts of speech. Ken Jennings was at the podium, and he put the clues that read X E M X Y R S. And XEM self. So it's Zemzers and Zimself instead of him, her, herself. The same contestant buzzed in uh, in a $600 answer to say, What are pronouns? And Jennings awarded him the money saying, Those are pronouns and neo pronouns, meaning new pronouns. Uh, typically, ones that are used to avoid he and she. Jennings quickly moved on to the next question, but people are saying, Now, wait a minute. So, in order to win a Jeopardy, you need to be able to keep up with whatever bullcrap the woke. Are coming up with another guy says, "Geez, I'm done with Jeopardy, man. If they're going to be asking the question, I would answer by turning off the television, never watching the show again." <laughs> One guy said, "So much for Jeopardy. The woke crowd has claimed another victim. That's okay. I have my King James Bible to read." Another several viewers brought up Alex Trebek, who died of uh, pancreatic cancer in 2020. Trebek never would have agreed to such a question. They didn't waste time making Alex start spinning in his grave, did they? God, no one said, I will never watch Jeopardy after this. After Alex, it all went downhill. Uh, I think that's when they jumped the shark. Uh, Jeopardy just had a question about uh, neo pronouns. It's silly. One guy said, boy, it's exciting to see you. I, was, uh, I wasn't treated like a joke. Huh? Anyway, the Jeopardy, give me a break. Yeah, he's just mentally <laughs> ill. Yeah. Uh, 513. Uh, the question is, what is a tranny? Oh, thank you. Uh, Kim Pete and Flounder and Holy Crap at Sports is coming up and more Flounder's funnies. And uh, we got it all. And then after 6, we'll go to uh, Man. Are we doing Man Radio tonight? With, uh, with uh, Shannon Burke. You can go to Florida Man Radio and check that out, too. I think, although they just changed stations. No, he's just going to, uh, that doesn't happen until March. Oh, okay. So Florida Man Radio after 6, if you want to hear Shannon Burke, we'll That's be right. out with this show. Okay, thank you. Uh, 513, here's Scott Pete's coming up. All right, look out. Here we go. The Kimmer Payton fall on there. And coming up, I want to talk about a special scene in a special movie with John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara. Why it should fit today, but it won't. 
and potato punch. I'll get you holy crap in sports with Pete Dips. What do athletes wear on leap day? Uh, jumpsuits. Oh, my God. I may have gotten that right. You did. You got I, it right. Are you serious? Are you serious? You got it right. <laughs> I just, I don't. You, well, I'll be damned. tater tots right, but you got Well, jumpsuits. I thought it was potato poops or whatever the hell I said. Potato poops. But yeah, that's what they should market. New, try new Tyson potato poops. Yeah, they'll get right on that. The marketing boys will. Anyway, uh, the Braves played two split squad games today, and it was good. In the one against Tampa Bay, Forrest Wall hit two three-run homers to lead the Bravos over the Rays 12-9. to Two three-run homers he hit, Forrest Wall. Yeah. Marcelo Zuna, also a homer. Dylan Dodd started, pitched two hitless innings with two strikeouts. Hmm. In the other game, in Northport, Spencer Strider pitched three scoreless innings against the Twins. He gave up just one hit. He struck out five. Whoa. The bullpen shut Minnesota down the rest of the way, and they won five to nothing. Ronald Acuna Jr. an RBI double. Michael Harris the second, and Eli White drove in the runs as the Braves just sweep the split squad games today. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I was watching the replay last night of the tie game between the Phillies yesterday and the Braves. Was really impressed with new reliever Ken Giles. He has not pitched in the majors in four seasons, wow. but in his first appearance as a Brave struck out the side of Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, and Alex Baum. Wow. What, did he have surgery or something? Why four years? Do you know? Yeah, he had a little trouble. He won uh, the World Series in 17 with the Astros. I think he was their closer at then, but he's had some trouble since then. He huh. had not pitched as well. So he's basically he was in the minor leagues last year yeah. with an ERA over eight. But he had a 95-mile-per-hour fastball and a pretty much unhittable slider yesterday. So he looked wow. very good in his first standing. Good for him. Shohei Otani has gotten his first and hopefully only ring with the Dodgers. After taking one look at the dating scene in Los Angeles, the 29-year-old has gotten married to a nice Japanese girl from his home country. Outstanding. That's lovely. Outstanding. Guy goes to L.A. Well, actually, he was in L.A., so he's probably seen the dating scene and said, I'm not going to uh, no, we don't want here. To uh, but disease. Bob Melvin yeah. has implemented a few changes heading into his first season as manager of the Giants. Melvin is having every single person who could be in the dugout for a game to be on the field for the playing of the national anthem, which includes players, coaches, trainers, and all staff members. Melvin says his anthem policy is more about being ready to play than making a political statement. But Giants veterans have been very okay with this policy. It's a big change from the way things have been done the last few years. The uh, woke manager, Gabe Kapler, he pretty much said the players could do whatever they felt was best for them during the anthem. And he himself even made the statement by choosing not to take the field for the anthem once for whatever cause he was God, pushing I, I, that day. You know, I, I, wasn't Melvin, I thought he was a manager of the Giants years ago. No, Bob he? Melvin was with the Padres and uh, the A's, I think. Oh, I was thinking of of California uh, teams, I guess. Maybe the Mariners, too. He's been with a few Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, good guy. MLB is thinking about lowering the amount of pitchers you can carry to 12, down from 13. Why would they do that, Kimmer? Well, they want more scoring. They want to have more home runs. Arms get tired, and they can't uh, get guys out in the late innings or not. Probably not that. You You were on such a roll. I had the roll going. I've lost it. It's over. I'm going to go home now. (laughs) They want to put more emphasis Uh on starting pitching. Ah, well, they Which can. is a good move. 
Well, yeah. Uh, well, but they're never going to go back to Nolan Ryan, you know, throwing 200 pitches in, no. in an eight-inning game, you know. <laughs> no. no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, your Atlanta Hawks are in Brooklyn tonight. For dinner, may I suggest ah. Illis, mm. serving a tasty menu built around ingredients like eel and mushroom. Ooh, well, I, can't I know. Wait to light I, I'm up for that. so sorry. I just eel. No. Guess what? A meal of eel and mushroom at Illis will cost you in New York City. Brooklyn. Yeah. In Brooklyn, uh, eel and eel and mushroom dish. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be sixty bucks, probably. You know, just higher. Kind of Seventy bucks. Higher. Eighty-one dollars. Higher. Ninety-seven dollars and fourteen cents. A hundred and nine dollars. Higher. One hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Higher. Uh, Two hundred and nine dollars. Higher. <sighs> Three hundred and forty-two dollars. Okay. All right, now you're being ridiculous. Well, I'm sorry. Two hundred and ninety-five dollars. Well, I well, that's nothing. I, I thought it was three hundred. Hell, I would have paid three hundred for it. Illis is done by the same guy Jeez. who has a, a place called Noma in Denmark. What is Noma known for over in Denmark? A restaurant. Uh, probably some sort of uh, flower pudding or something for their roses or whatever. According to Michelin and several other uh, people who know this, mm. it is the greatest restaurant in the world. Really? Noma in yeah. where? Denmark. It's a Denmark. little place out in the country. Yeah. And are, are they, what are they, for their beef or their uh, seafood? I'm mean, okay, see, wouldn't be seafood Eel. in Denver. Oh, my God. Eel. Are you serious? They eat, they love, Northern Europeans Jesus. love eel. Yeah. Oh, it's like that, what's, what's that, the lutefish or whatever they had, the, like the Minnesota Lutefisk, people? that's Lut Minnesota. Oh, God, it's like that's got horrible, acid yeah. in it or something and potash. Well, it's dried no, it's, 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 it's ludicrous. He's from Atlanta. <laughs> no, Flounder, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> lutefisk. We're talking about the food from Minnesota. Well, he was busy in the back. He didn't hear the whole story. <laughs> it's a dried up husk of a fish. Yeah, we don't. And they just not, gnaw on no, it. No, no, sorry, sorry. By the way, if you don't like eels, do not read or watch the movie The Tin drum you won't it's got oh i would you especially would not like it i'll tell you sometime why Mm, Uh, next year you will be able to watch nascar races on both fox nbc and now amazon prime gotta get that app on my watch you've got it and amazon just stole the most popular guy in nascar to do their broadcast next year who is the most popular man in nascar denny hamlin i don't know i I, johnny johnson jimmy jimmy johnson no. Oh, well, then the other one. Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, the the son who lived, the uh, the, the junior, uh, Ray, jo- oh, God, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, hey, yes. oh, ah. look at that. <laughs> it took me like like a minute and a half and four names, and I got it down after four names. Well, you know, the synapses hey. are firing yeah. in other directions. I'm going to tell the rhino, days. tell the rhino about that. Put that on his freaking Twitter yeah, account. Rhino. That the Kimmer did it like an under five. I mean, to let him try it. If he's still alive when he's my age, I'd like to see him duplicate it. I'm sorry. I really ticking all the time. I'm so sorry. Take that right. <sighs> anyway, how long those beautiful Ron bastards? Live? You know, they're just beautiful bastards. That morning crew, the All American Anal yeah. Team. Honest to Pete, I just, uh, I just, I listened what, from what's six the to average ten. Lifetime, uh, lifespan of a rhinoceros. Uh, 14, 14 years. No, 14? I, I, okay. no, no, I think it's thirty, well, probably fifty or forty, twenty, thirty years. Probably not much because they're so big. That's true. But hell, elephants live a long time. I don't know. Good question. Kids, today you just don't know what you're getting sometimes, especially in the NFL draft. According to TMZ Sports, Illinois tight end Tip Ryman said he does not believe in birds. (laughs) 
Okay, how does he explain all those little he things thinks, flying around? <laughs> he says they're not real. And here's how he says it. He says, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? He goes, how do we know that power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. I, I have no answer. I just have no answer. <laughs> he says there's a viral meme that shows a man making the claim that birds are spy drones from the government. Well, now that I would, you know, I'll tell you what, they're going to be one day. Hell, they use, they use uh, dolphins they're and porpoises now. for the Navy. To, to sniff yeah. out bombs and stuff, and I'll bet you. you know, by, by, by the way, what a great, what a great disguise that would be to have your drones look like birds. I know. Uh, another NFL prospect, Tyler Owens, made headlines. He says he does not believe in space and other planets, <laughs> and that flat Earth conspiracy theorists have some valid points. Well, okie doke. This is a hockey player what the we're saying. Hell? What are they, they teaching at Texas Tech in Illinois is what I want to know. What the hell classes is, are they taking over? Uh, by the way, the white yeah. rhinoceros lives in the wild for 40 to 50 years. The black rhinos uh, live between 35 and 50 years. The Asian rhinos have a lower maximum age around 30 to 40 years. So there you are. What do the New York rhinos live? How long do uh, they live? Those are a little different species. There's never been one that's really... Uh, you know, this been lived to fruition. The Marietta via North Georgia Mountains via yeah, New York kinda, Rhino. Well, it's so hard to keep That's up with the call of the moving and changing. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> I want one you know day I want to get the story about how he got out of that situation. But, I, you know, not that, you know, 520. Yeah, yeah, what's that now? He, he told me, I'll tell you something. <laughs> In Africa, they actually have to guard the white rhinos because yeah, the they're people valuable. want to kill them That's for right. various reasons. Yeah. Yeah. The Raheem Morris Get to Know Me tour continues. Oh, okay, the new Falcons coach is at the NFL Combine up in Indy and admitted to a reporter that just before he goes to sleep almost every night, he watches part of what movie? Uh, let's see. Um, Deep Throat. No, that'd be so. <laughs> <My> <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to go all the way. You know, it's, you're just really committing to the for the process. Right, let you know? me just cut this off right now for you say something else stupid. Uh, <laughs> let's hope Raheem's tenure at Falcons coach doesn't go the way of Hans Gruber. Oh my God, Hans Gruber. And the story of, <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's not coming out. It's not coming out. Of Bruce the, Willis. Uh, the, like, where the, he had the gun behind his neck, and he and he came out, and he had it behind his hands, behind his neck, and he had the gun back there, and he got rid of the gun. The Christmas story, they call oh. it a Christmas movie, but it's not really a Christmas movie. And it's the, the guy, he broke his shoulder out of out of thing on the bathtub or something, and uh, but his okay. shoulder out of joint, and, and uh what? He had the other guy, the black what, what? guy was with him, Danny, Danny, uh, uh, Danny, uh, whatever, uh, Port, no. not Porter, what? No, Danny Glover is not in that movie. Danny Glover. That's another movie. Oh, that's a different one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, I feel like I'm in hell, and I'm having to play, I'm having to play password <laughs> well, you with somebody with, with Joe Biden's brain. <laughs> the password is idiot. The password is idiot. What's Robert Ludden? What was his name? Oh my name? God! Quit trying to do this because you, you sound worse every time. You, it's Adam Ludden. <laughs> Alan Ludden, married to Betty White, oh by the God. way. Married to Betty White. Die Hard is the movie. Uh, Die Hard. That's what I was. That's what I tried to say. All right. I saw a Twitter poll from the AJC's beat writer, uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter, uh, about if the Falcons should trade for Bears quarterback Justin Fields. And when I looked at it, the majority of fans, almost two to one, said yes. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, the majority of fans have not been paying attention very much yeah. to Justin Fields the last few years. Well. And Cam Newton will not be charged for the scuffle he was in during the children's football event a week ago. But his hat is still languishing <laughs> in fashion jail. Uh, he can't, you can't charge him for them ganging up with eight guys trying to yeah. beat him up or something. Give me a break. They attacked him. And he should He's have innocent. broken all their fingers just so they'd never have another happy day again. Uh, by the way, in Die Hard, who was, uh, who was the black guy? He did the shoulder thing, right? He ripped his shoulder out of joint to prove he could do it in a, in a straitjacket or something, right? Wasn't that it? No, you're talking about the guy who was later on uh, the, oh, the Australian guy. TV show. Uh, but who was the black it, guy in Die Hard? Wasn't there a black guy in Die Hard? It, it, was, it was a fat black guy, the cop. Yeah, but well, who was it? I can't remember. I thought it was... It was I can't remember his name. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, God, I did have his name. Uh, it was an matter. Urkel show. Yeah, I know. I will, no, somebody will know. That's right. Sorry. But... <laughs> yeah. Now you make me look like an idiot. <laughs> well, gee, that's so hard to do, Pete. I mean, come on. I'm the one who this, normally gets this whole the... Well, well it's I, catching. Yeah, but the You're rhino... You're carrier. Yeah, well, the rhino's never putting you on Twitter. I know that. I'm the one who's getting the... <laughs> getting the bejesus over here, uh, which is fine. Uh, I certainly deserve it. Uh, God, it's already 530. I can't believe it. And again, uh, we'll be on with Shannon Burke after 6 on his Florida Man radio thing. Uh, 530, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. 404-741's the number. Uh, 741-1230, Actually, seven four one one two three. Hey, just read again. <laughs> <laughs> and now this Alan important Lund. message: Alan Lund, hey, married to Betty White. Thank you. <laughs> Interestingly enough, on this day in 1980, Buddy Holly's glasses were discovered in Mason City, Iowa, 21 years after he and Richie Valens and the Big Bopper were killed in the plane crash. That was the day the music died. The crash was so violent, belongings were strewn over a long distance. Buddy Holly's glasses and the Big Bopper's watch were hidden in the snow eventually discovered and given to the local sheriff's office where they sat in a sealed envelope for 21 years. And now they were returned to Buddy Holly's widow. 1980, after 21 years lost and gone. Uh, 535, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Oh, I just got some more messages from women about my stupid uh, naked body trick where I took my shirt off the other day like an idiot. Also, real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Our <laughs> fearless ops manager, Scott McFarland, just texted me and said, that was three movies he just referenced. <laughs> Die Hard, The Last Boy Scout, and Lethal Weapon. Holy hell. <laughs> Brought to you by Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> well, you don't get this kind of inclusivity everywhere. No, you know what I mean? Anywhere. <laughs> Nobody is doing this. No. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I see things in my head and they come out, you know. I, I thought it was just sad. I thought Danny Glover was a guy and he did I know he did his shoulder thing to show he could do a shoulder thing. I know that was in there. And I know in one of them he had a gun and a streak in his back of his neck where he had his hands behind his neck, behind his head, and he came out with it and he said I, I remember those things, you know. So you gotta put them all together. That's all. Well, speaking of movies, I I, I I mentioned something, I teased something earlier, and I shall now bring it full circle. Tonight uh, well, on TV tonight is uh, Farmer uh, Wants... Wait, 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 yeah. wait a second. Yeah. I've just realized what's going on here. What's, what's going on? Because you, you eat so many of these mashed potato bowls. <laughs> but th- th- your brain is, you got your chicken poppers over here, <laughs> and right. your potato dots over here, and your gravy and your mashed potato. <laughs> yeah. But in your brain, yeah. they all just kind of blend together it's, into one mashy yeah, brown right. bowl. That's, and boy, is it good. All the, oh, I love it. All the there. movies just yeah. blend they together. Just, it's blended. I'm a total blending of blendness. Yeah, I just, I blend them all together, baby. <laughs> I do. I, I can take pictures. I have, I have half a plate with a half of the uh, of the chicken things. The, the uh, what do they call them? Chicken pops. And I have the uh, the uh, the the potato dots. Uh, and the other half, and it's smeared all with gravy and lots of salt. Oh, Mm-mm-mm. all right now. Five thirty-seven. Sorry, I got distracted. Now, movie I was going to tell you about. Um, the Quiet Man is on tonight, TCM. Also, The Farmer Wants a Wife. That's on tonight. I always watch that. I don't want to miss that. And The Quiet Man, I think it's on TCM. It's on tonight somewhere on cable. And The Quiet Man is with John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara, mentioned before. And if you haven't seen the movie or know about it, he uh, John Wayne is uh, Irish descent. He goes back to Ireland and meets uh, the old thing. And uh, then they have a whole... It's, just, it's a really family-type movie of going... And this is back, what, I guess in the 50s, I guess, probably. And the most famous scene of that entire movie, and there's a bunch of them. Uh, who's that guy? Old guy Fitzgerald. Uh, John Fitzgerald. Somebody Fitzgerald is the Barry. old. Barry Fitzgerald Barry, is the old. Barry guy. Great character actor. Oh, man, is he good. And he and John Wayne have a fight. And it was kind of cool. But the greatest scene is when he and Maureen O'Hara, she's kind of playing the feisty, redheaded, uh, fireball Irish girl. And she wants no part of John Wayne. And he's trying to be in the man. And they're having a little, they, they barely met each other, know each other. And she's already ticked off about something. And he comes. she comes over to his little his, uh, uh, cabin where he moves and goes into Ireland, where his family was from, and he's in there, and the storm is raging, and the wind is blowing, and the door's slamming open, and she's standing there with her red hair flying in the wind, and he grabs her, and he pauses for a second, and he grabs her, and he kisses her, and swings her around, and her, like, her arms go flying, and what happens in that kiss when he took her is her surrender. It's the greatest moment there is when you meet the woman you've always wanted. It's the greatest, the surrender, that moment when she says, okay, don't hurt me. Okay, I'm in. Let's let's see. I mean, oh, my God. And that movie showed that, mm-hmm. that one, that instant in that 10-second moment of that. I'm just spectacular. By the way, John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara, and the director John Ford had to promise to do Rio Grande to get permission to make The Quiet Man. They had to do a Western before they got the money to do Quiet Man. Fr- from the from the studio or from the producers? Yeah, they had, really? They, yeah, they promised to do a, we'll do this Western if you let us do this Irish thing. God, you would think they would be they would be other way they would want to do that. Well, I guess not. That was funny. They had to get Western. bribed. And wow, that's funny. And of course, Rio Grande was a great movie. 
You know, that was back in the days when CinemaScope was real new and stuff, I think, back then. I wasn't that, that was real good, like the, the, what they call it, CinemaScope, or I don't remember. Uh, let's get to the 540. Let's get phone calls. Here we have uh, David that's on uh, the horn with a Kimmer feet and flounder. Hello, David. You're on the radio. Hey, Kimmer. How you doing? I love to call and connect the dots. Uh, with the different items that you're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Oh, you're a regular puzzle well, solver, are you? Good, Good night, everybody. <laughs> take up yeah. the rest of the show. It may take a minute. Yeah, no, I, I, like to, I like to make it seem like you really do have an agenda and make sense, okay? Okay, right. doke. Right. See you tomorrow. First of all, the, the quiet man. Yeah. What you mentioned is after that kiss, he he goes and throws her on the bed also, and the bed breaks. Yeah, oh, that's, you know, I'd forgotten that. Honestly, I'd forgotten yeah. that. But again, you know, I, I promise sl- you. And then, he slams, and then he slams the door, yeah. okay? Yeah. And she, it's all about the her dowry, and she goes, and he ends up fighting her brother from town to, like, all over town. Right. It's like a... 40-minute fight. Right, right. The guy that, the guy that she fought, he fought was actually a boxer. He was he, he actually was a boxer. But that's not, a, that's not what I'm calling about. I'm calling yeah. about yet another John Wayne movie uh-huh. uh, that was a John Wayne, John Ford movie called The Searchers. Oh, I remember that and movie. That, Rescuing his, uh, that, the uh, escaped girl or the kidnapped yeah, it, girl. Yeah, Natalie Wood. Natalie, Natalie Wood. Wood. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. She, was be- she was beautiful. Oh, but man, I had the, such a crush on Natalie Holly, Wood. Yeah. Buddy Holly went to see that movie, and he came away with the concept of that'll be the day. Because John Wayne's always going, that'll be the that's day, right. Pilgrim. Yep. That'll be the that's day. Right. That's, where, that's where that song came from that you that you referenced. Also, yes, sir. another thing that came out of that movie, The Searchers, is the band, The Searchers, that named their group after that uh, movie. The instrumental so group, yeah. Two different things. Yeah, and The Searchers had a couple of real big instrumental hits, as I recall, in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Needles yeah. and Pins, or was that Needles, Needles and Pins? And Pins uh, what? Not an instrumental singer, Pins, uh, yeah. Needles and Pins, yeah. uh, that's right. And they said yeah. Needles and Pins. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, Nietzsche, uh, Nietzsche wrote that uh, wrote that song, I believe. Not, I don't. Not know. the Nietzsche, but the other Nietzsche. Yeah, the, uh, I would not know. Uh, cool. Uh, listen, thanks, David. I really appreciate it. You've connected a bunch of dots, and we are very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> you right. and, some... and potato dot. And potato dots. Okay. One more piece of trivia about The Searchers, which is one of the greatest movies of all time, yeah. by the way. Natalie that, Wood. At the end, after John Wayne saves Natalie Wood and brings her back to the family, he stands at the doorway and does not come in. And you're seeing the camera's inside the house, yeah. and you see him that, back with the desert behind him. Yep. And you see him, and he turns and he walks away. And the studio fault John Ford tooth and nail, saying, You can't have the hero walk away. You've got to show him in there with the family congratulating. And John Ford said, No, no, no. no. He no. is a, he's a loner, yeah. and he did his job. He finished it, and that's where he's yeah. walking off in the sunset. It was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, outstanding. Uh, 544. Do we have, uh, let's see, looks like uh, Steve. Steve is on the radio. Steve, Steve. you're on the horn with us. Uh, Kimber Pete Flounder, what's going on? Uh, I was just uh, thinking uh, about uh, the movies and some other stuff. The great one with uh, John Wayne and uh, uh, Marino. Is it Marino Harris? One yeah. where he's the Navy pilot. Wings of Eagles. Oh, like God. Oh, yeah. And land the airplane in the dang swimming pool at the Oak Club at Pensacola. Oh, man, and I've forgotten everything about I remember the That's t- a great movie. But uh, <laughs> the only other thing I had was I'm wondering if you guys are still running the pool 
Let's see if you make it through Christmas. Uh, apparently, Mr. Dickey's got a 64-square piece of paper in there with a date of when he thinks I'm going to die on the radio, so I guess well, it's still going on. <laughs> what's, your, what's your bet? You're eating pork dots and corn <laughs> Gravy. Lots of salt <laughs> and gravy. pop-ups <laughs> or whatever and all that stuff. In fact, I'll tell you this: when I get the plate ready, when I take the when I take the the potato bumpers and the uh, chicken pop things, and I put them on a plate, I salt the crap out of them. And when I take, I put the gravy in a bowl, and I put that in the microwave and heat it up for 19 seconds. But before I do it, I also put I salt the crap out of the gravy in the oh. bowl and stir oh. that in. So I'm guaranteed, and I make sure that every single piece of every single potato uh, place and every single piece of meat has gravy on it. You're like curing yourself. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> anyway, you, you guys have a good night. Thank Bye. you, my friend. Thank you very much. All right, there we go. Five forty-five. You know, your corpse is going to look like a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, Marines don't die. We just go to hell and regroup. Uh, Five forty-five with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. <laughs> and we got Flounder's Funny's coming up too. We got all kinds of stuff here. I hope probably. I saw her today. The Searchers. I saw her face. Needles up, ends up. I loved, and I knew I had to run away. <laughs> Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer, Pete and Flounder. Sing it, baby. And the Beatles, 1968. That Lonely Hearts Club Band won Album of the Year, Best Cover, and Best Engineered and Recorded Album at the 1968 Grammys for the Beatles. That was in 68. By the way, in 1972, John Lennon's U.S. immigration visa expired. Thus began the former Beatles' three-and-a-half-year fight to remain in the country. Lennon's problems apparently stem from his 1968 conviction for possessing marijuana in uh, the U.K., which is not that good. Anyway, uh, 549 already with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Trump, uh, the head of the Daily Mail, here's the headline. We are at war. Trump says we are at war at the border, and it's Biden's war. Biden's wow. invasion. Read, I, and I'll, I'll give you a quick version here. I want to hear some more viewers. Uh, Donald Trump has spoken to the devastated, uh, devastated parents of Lake and Riley, the nursing student butchered and murdered by the illegal invader sneak in. By the way, um, I guess, well, okay. I have been told by someone who I believe has some inside information that this is even worse than you think. Be careful. Yeah, I'm not going to say any more. But, uh, well, it's going to, I mean, it, the, the story's there. But again, I mean, get ready to, to be even more angry, okay? Just be ready to be even more angry than you are right now. Uh, Donald Trump talked to the parents, uh, saying he's not going to forget her. And Donald Trump is blasting President Stinkface for never saying her freaking name, even still. Uh, he said, Donald Trump talked to him, and he said, um, 
Uh, they were described as an incredible young woman. He said the parents are devastated. They're incredible people. This is a Joe Biden invasion, a Biden invasion. I called him Crooked Joe, the most incompetent president we've ever had. Uh, the president's uh, Donald Trump's visit to the border coincided with the president's stupid faces to a different place where there are no migrants and there's a fence up, which means every reporter should say, gee, Mr. President, Joe, stupid face, uh, we can see that there's a fence here and there's nobody trying to get in. Wouldn't that indicate that fences work? Uh, oh, yeah, golly. No one's going to say that, though. Uh, Donald Trump says a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia barbarically attacked. She was on a morning run, beautiful young woman. I spoke to her parents, incredible people, devastated beyond belief. She was so beautiful in so many ways. She was brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped, savagely murdered. The monster charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. Trump said uh, he took the name from Hillary because she's no longer relevant. Uh, and, of course, uh, he visited Eagle Pass where there, and uh, visited the park where the governor uh, has been uh, really involved in getting people down. Anyway, uh, it's just unbelievable. Has uh, Daily Mail said any more about, um, about the war business? I mean, it's true. It's a war. I mean, my God, think about it. Yeah, it basically saying there's all kinds of criminals from countries all over the world, China, the Congo, all over the place coming over, not just Central and South America, emptying their prisons and mental institutions. These are people that are getting paid. Probably There's probably China behind it at some point to pay for their plane tickets to come across to Central America yeah. and then walk over the border. Yeah. Well, and then you mentioned a little while ago, just in today, the uh, president of the United States and his White House uh, handlers, the uh, puppet masters, have now debuted the new term for illegal immigrants, illegal invaders, illegal aliens, illegal sneak-ins arriving in the country are now to be called newcomers. Oh, oh it's, like the, it's like the little girl, you, and you go and move into a new neighborhood and they have the welcome wagon ladies. Is that what they still have those? I think they still have those. Welcome. Do they have still? I've got to remember the last welcome wagon lady. I saw show up at my door. Honestly, when they show up at a door with a basket full of stuff, and it was they don't uh, have it where I live. Many years sure. ago, <laughs> well, I don't think they probably do it. I mean, it's really true. I was, uh, in fact, I was mowing the lawn, uh, and I was on a side, and the lady pulled up in the driveway. This was kind of was forty years ago, uh, and came up and knocked on the door, and oh, and she it was the welcome wagon lady. And she said, yeah, welcome to the neighborhood. And, here, and she gave me uh, certificates and uh, coupons and directions. And all. I mean, so it was unbelievable. People to call. <laughs> I, don't, I wonder whether they still do that. I guess, this, uh, I guess patrons or, or companies would pay them to give out their coupons and stuff. But it was actually an organization. It was a welcome wagon. Yeah. I don't know if they still have those or not. I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I, got, oh, I just had some more girls. Uh, just sent me some picture over my video of me with my shirt off, uh, laughing and flipping me the bird. <clears throat> Come on, girls. <laughs> it's a spur of the moment. Give me a break. Anyway, uh, 544. God, 544. I can't believe it. Um, oh, and for the record, uh, the Biden campaign now says if you suggest migrant crime is rising and is responsible for the murder of Lake and Riley, you're a racist. And the athens Clark County Sheriff campaigned when he was uh, running for sheriff, campaigned. He said, I'm not my intention. I'm not going to cooperate with detainers. I see it as a sheriff's responsibility to protect the community. We can't help with a culture of fear in our community and expect them to respond and help us in situations. Uh, building relationships is the key. If we build fear into the illegals, they're not going to come to us. 
Uh, so he said, we will, uh, we will not be helping the uh, border people with any types of roundups. We will not be contributing to that culture of fear. That was the sheriff who got elected. That's your current sheriff. We know the mayor has already been caught admitting that he wanted to include everybody, no matter whether they're documented or not, into the city of Athens. Outstanding. No comment yet from our two liberal socialist senators. They don't give a crap because they're happy because the border's open. They're getting all these new yeah. people. <laughs> My God. Anyway, uh, hard to believe. Uh, and uh, should we play the, the uh, podium princess again, Flounder? You want to do that? One? I, I, we got, I'm going to save a couple minutes for a little Flounder's funny dance. Well, here's, a, here, here's how they feel about it. Here's what she actually said when she, oh, uh, on CNN. I'm sorry. Here we go. I'm sorry. My fault. Go ahead. The podium princess on CNN talked, asked about the Lake and Riley murder. Again, I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing. We have done the work no, you uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. The Republicans have gotten in the way. No, we haven't. They have gotten in the way. Dear God. And that's what we continue to see over and over and over again. And so, look, this is a serious, this is a serious matter. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the ball's on these people. I mean, seriously, Republicans have gotten in the way? They called us racist because we wanted a wall built. <laughs> To, oh, well, it's to keep out the brown people. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> to well, keep well, out now everybody. They're us, yeah, yeah. Now they're calling us racist, so we don't keep talking about this poor girl who got brutally murdered. Yeah, that's right. And again, we haven't heard anything from uh, President Stupid Face. We haven't heard anything from our two U.S. senators. How could they possibly react? Never, not reacting, even in, even in a ridiculous general way. They condone it. Yeah. They condone it. They're, they, they're open border people. Yeah, they don't give a damn about her. It's it's you know it's collateral damage for the greater good. You know that's exactly the way they're looking at it. Things are going to happen. They just said you can't oh you can't link uh, immigrants and crime. That's not fair. You know if you separate immigrants and crime, then you can still have the immigrants and you're not supposed to react to it. <laughs> they're getting away with it. Same thing they did with Trump and Russia. They brought that back again. They got away with that link again. So they break this link and think they can uh, just go about their business. Good lord. I mean, that's kind of hard to believe. Oh, mercy. 557. Tell you what, let's do a little of something and have a little fun here before you go, shall we? A flounder with a little something here for the Kimber Pete and Flounder Show. But I've been on stage, on stage about a minute now, and I haven't been physically escorted off stage, which means by definition, this can't be the worst show that I've ever had. <laughs> no. Because here's that story. <laughs> doing some stuff in Atlanta, and I was driving back to Missouri. Now, if you know anything about geography, I have to go across the very western part of Tennessee. As I'm going through there, a guy calls me. It's a comedy booker. And he said, hey, I just checked your schedule. Is there any chance you're near such and such Tennessee? And I punched it up. I'm like, yeah, I'm like 20 minutes from there. He said, that's amazing. He said, I just had a guy cancel a show on me. He said, it starts in about an hour. He said, why don't you just go by and do the show? Just tell him you're him. <laughs> Always a good start. <laughs> They're going to pay you in cash. I'll even bonus you for bailing me out, and then you can go on home. So I get to this gig, and uh, it was for the Tennessee chapter of PETA, the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals. Now, I have just given you a piece of information that I didn't get. (laughs) 
So I go up there, I tell my first joke, and ha, 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 we're off and running, right? Now, the whole venue is kind of set up like this. The stage is higher, and it's metal folding chairs. And it's a long rectangle. In front row of these chairs, all these women are holding small dogs. I'm like, what's the story with these dogs? And they said, these are our therapy animals. And I said, I've heard that phrase before, but what exactly does that mean? And the guy in the back yells out, he goes, those are animals that help keep us calm and relaxed. All right. Guy goes, uh, do you have a therapy animal? I was like, well, I guess mine's a cow. He's like, how is a cow a therapy animal? I said, well, it keeps me calm and relaxed to know I have a freezer full of beef. (laughs) Physically escorted out the door by two 80-year-olds wearing matching cat sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that, Flounder? That is uh, Chad Thornsburg. He, he's a very, what a great way to set up his yeah. routine. I'll get some more of him. That's for some sure. information they didn't give me. <laughs> 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 anyway, God bless America. Hoorah, it's all of the camera. Gotta go, you're killing me. Feed Flounder. See you later at Friday tomorrow, boys. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> This is an extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the extra 1063 app. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.